I saw on Instagram, a guy was saying, hey, I want my kid to make it out of the hood. So like I bought a life insurance policy. If something happens to me, my kid's a millionaire. What do you think of that? Really sensitive because you don't want to pass away for your kids to be rich. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But shit happens every day. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning into another episode of Wealth is Possible. On today's episode, we have uh, Ingi and we're going to be talking about all things insurance. So Ingi has been in the insurance industry since 2015 and opened his own billiard group insurance brokerage in May of 2021. So Ingi has been an agent slash broker with uh, RBC, State Farm, Desjardins and worked under a brokerage as well. And now he's opened his own brokerage under Billiard Insurance Group in the Stovall area. Yes, sir. What's yes, up, bro? Sir. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. We finally uh, got you on, eh? Yeah. You know, this was supposed to happen a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah thank you yeah. so much for accommodating uh, due to no my worries, timing, bro. right? No worries. Um, but yeah, I, I've seen a lot of uh, your episodes and a lot of fire, fire, fire content. So that's why we uh, have you on, bro. We need yeah, to add to the fire. I was, you know? I was really intimidated when uh, you guys called <laughs> me and I really wanted to brush up on what I needed to say, right? So. Oh, thank you so much for having yeah, me. I feel yeah. like it's an honor for me to be on your podcast. Sick, it's an honor yeah, to have yeah. you on our podcast. And I, too, no, it's, I feel like it's the other way, but uh, 100% <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So let's, okay. So tell us how you grew up, your backstory, because I think it's a great story and, and everyone's going to love to hear it. And yeah. sorry, before you get started, for those of you guys who just clicked on here and you guys just want to get all the insurance tips, we actually just have timestamps down below. You can literally just click the timestamps and get right onto the information. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And Vin, just to answer your question. Yeah. Yeah. The story is interesting. I, I think I grew <laughs> up in uh, Sri Lanka and then uh, not a lot of people know that I grew up in Nigeria. Jeez. Uh, in between Nigeria, I actually went to schooling in, in a country called Brunei. Oh, uh, and also Where, where's Brunei? Where's Brunei? Brunei is the neighbor country of, I believe, Indonesia. It, well, it's in the Borneo Islands. It's very close to Malaysia, Singapore, uh, Indonesia. They're all like, and Philippines. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I went there. I went schooling in, uh, in Chennai, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. in India too. And then I went back to Nigeria and I went to boarding school in Sri Lanka. So Shit. that was an interesting experience, I think, uh, living away from parents at such an early age, yeah. me and my sister both. Yeah, was there any reason for that? Like, we're, like you're constantly moving around. It's very unorthodox. Like, so my Nigeria. dad's a civil engineer. Yeah. So he had contracts all over the world. So mm -hmm. he just, you know, I make it seem like you know contracts all over the world, like you know money. But uh, yeah, that, that's what he did for occupation. So he, you know, he had to make those kind of moves, and we had to move with him because we were dependent on him. Mm -hmm. So that's why. And the boarding school was because we left at such an early age. I think English was our first language at that point in yeah. Nigeria we learned in English so they didn't really have English dominant schools in in, in the Sri parts Lanka, of yeah. in, in Sri Lanka so we had to go to Kandy and Kandy was uh, where they had a private school that was uh, English based so was there other like town people or brown people in Nigeria when you were there because uh, I've, I've no. heard of a couple I've actually heard of a couple that um, people yeah. that grew up in Nigeria too yeah so <coughs> I shouldn't say no it's there, there were a few okay but they were in Sri Lankan I think they were like either from India, Pakistan. Mm -hmm. okay. There's also uh, people that were from Africa, uh, but they're 
heritage was in, uh, of Indian uh, background. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, you would have to travel like two hours away to kind of meet those people. Okay. So okay. it was pretty dominant. Uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't dominant with like. It wasn't a multicultural place. Mm-hmm. How How would you say like moving around at such a young age and being going to all these different countries? Like how How would you say it shaped you? I think you have to have a tough skin. Yeah. Because think about it this way, right? You go to school. A lot of people that have grown up in Canada, they have friends from kindergarten. Day ones. Mm. Yeah. As people describe. You never had that because you were constantly moving around yeah, as a like, kid, right? Yeah. yeah so Do you stay I, in touch with any of them? I uh, no no uh, it, it, it it's all scratch right so yeah. because they're in different countries then we didn't have Facebook and stuff like that yeah, to keep yeah. in touch so yeah. and then the time uh, progresses you don't have the same interests you don't have yeah. the same connections anymore and those kind of die out right so you really have to have tough skin because you're really making friends like all the time mm. and not only friends you're a, a new person at a, a different school so you can imagine how much of bullying I I, pro- I went through when I was a little mm, kid. Yeah. So you kind of have to like you know adapt quickly, and uh, you have to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only that, you know you have to make sure that you protect my sister because she's she's also new too, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. was she around your age gap as well when you were like? She's year? two years younger than me. Okay. Okay. So, so you were literally like same same school, going to same schools. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had to like stick together. Yeah. So. It, it was it, it's built out to who who I am today, right? Yeah, so you yeah, have yeah. to like you know you face so many things in life yeah. growing up, and uh, it was fun, man. I, I wouldn't change it for any other way, yeah, right? Hundred percent. The only thing that I would say is that you know here is that you know you don't have that the friendship from like you know some people will be like yo I know this guy from like I knew this guy from back in the day yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. I knew this guy from like grade one grade yeah, two yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like, a friend from like grade three yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, so just one though my <laughs> so my, 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 yeah. my wife has yeah. friends from like grade one grade wow. two wow yeah uh, still yeah. their best to friends. this day yeah that's, to this yeah. day and their best friends right yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that yeah. It's rare though. It's rare because like you know you grow apart. You know things yeah. change. Like, interests yeah. change. Yeah, at least you like they won't even be like your friends. If anything, they'll be like an acquaintance, acquaintance or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's 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 rare. Yeah, you're right. But you know it's it's it shaped me to be the talkative person that I am. Yeah, so, which yeah. is which is really good, right? Yeah, because your business too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I I don't have trouble making friends yeah yeah because okay. like you know even me and you how yeah. did we meet yeah we met like i think we met through like instagram right it was yeah, instagram or yeah. twitter yeah instagram instagram yeah yeah like uh, what it's like i think 2017 or 18 yeah, yeah, yeah. Tw- tw- uh it was 2017 2017 2017 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Then and we met through twitter twitter yeah, yeah. yeah there you go there <laughs> so, you go you know it's, it's 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 always about uh networking with people yeah, yeah always yeah. uh learning from other people i would say right and bro that was a cool thing about you too because i know like a lot of the guys from your generation especially like they don't really reach out to other guys like that right yeah, and yeah. like you i remember you reached out to me yeah and like because you reached out to me bro like we we've done our own things too yeah, like in yeah, the past yeah. like yeah, you know yeah, we've 100%. had our own experiences together yeah and like yeah, that all started from like a cold dm right so yeah I think that's yeah, pretty yeah. Cool. and like you're sitting here now and stuff because of that dm like it's crazy no 100 percent. i i think i found value what he was doing i think he changed a fuel pump on his driveway on, on this oh sh- is that where you find me from? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, so okay, it was okay. your three series. Yeah. Uh, his e, yeah, his yeah. E thirty E forty six E forty six broke yeah. down, and I was like, "This is crazy, man!" Yeah. Like, and I, I didn't even know he was Tamil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, you found him straight off YouTube, or you found his? You ha- saw his IG and uh, no. So 
I, that's funny because yeah. I think he came up on my explore page or something. That's like crazy. That. So the algorithm right? on YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. on uh, Instagram. Instagram, okay, okay. Because mm. you you probably obviously search a lot of BMW videos and stuff yeah, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was yeah. on your Instagram. No, the, that no. video. No, it wasn't on my Instagram. Wasn't on my it, Instagram? Well, it was on your Instagram, and then I probably put a clip of it. Yeah, yeah just a yeah. small oh, there clip you go. of it. Okay, yeah, okay, got yeah. it, got it. Yeah, those of you guys that are confused, I used to have a, a car YouTube channel. So you still do car it. review. Well, I still have it. It's still up online. You can go on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's some crazy stuff. He's uh, you know, racing Lambos and. We want to thank Betstamp for sponsoring this video. Betstamp's free app gives you guys the ability to line shop for the most valuable odds on each bet that you place. If you're already on these sports books placing bets, then this is a no-brainer. Take advantage of the Betstamp app, which integrates multiple sports books and gives you guys access to the best prices so you can maximize your profits. The only way to get an edge on online sports betting is by having multiple accounts at different sports books. Sign up for free using our promo code in the description box below. Yeah, yeah, but they haven't been, uh, Lambos haven't been posted. Yeah. Um, it's in the vault, right? It's in the vault, but uh, yeah, like a lot, lot, lot of cool cards on there. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't even know. Heaven came in. No one's going to think that's a common name. <laughs> Still, right. bro, till this day, nobody knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Until, like, until like you know, I, I tell them, right? Yeah, so I say heaven came in, and they're like, so what's his uh, real Real name. name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that all the time. Yeah, so. that's my real name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to back to your story, right? So when, how old are you when you came to Canada? Uh, I was so in... Let's, let's fast forward a bit. I was grade know? seven. Grade seven. So, no, grade six, summer. Yeah. So I started my schooling here in Canada in grade yeah. seven. So yeah. you, you probably went to, like, the whole ESL programs and all that shit, or, like, so, did you have... You, you yeah, no, studied in English too. So right? you know, so right away when you come to Canada, you yeah. have an accent, and it's still noticeable right now with my accent. I can't. Well, even was tell. it a Sri Lankan accent or was it like a Nigerian accent? It was. It's just uh, you know. It's just fun. It's, it's not just Canadian. Fun, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, Canadian. Yeah, yeah. So, you so, know what, bro? Now that I think about it, like yeah, there's a when I think bit. about when I think about Masai Jiri, how he talks and how you talk, I, I'm, I'm kind of it's yeah. kind of like merging together because he's Nigerian. Masai yeah, Jiri is okay, Nigerian. Okay, 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 okay. So basically, what it is is that they use different words because they're based out of British. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sri Lanka is also based Same. out of British. Yeah. And then listening to my dad. Yeah. And you know, so instead of saying dad, you're like you're like papa. No, no, no. <laughs> there wasn't a British accent. Yeah. I think it was just that. Yeah. You know? But yo, like, for example, like, uh, wait, uh, Precious Achua is a Nigerian, right? Yeah. OG is. Yeah, yeah. Giannis. Yeah. But the way Precious talks, there's a little bit of British. I always wondered, like, mm. is this guy from the UK? Yeah, but, yeah. but he's not, right? Nah. He's Nigerian. That's not. That's because you said the, yeah, the base do, out of the British. Yeah, because we had to, like, do a lot of um, things out of the dictionary. Like, we had to memorize words out of the dictionary Jeez. and things like that. But, like, they have, like, there's, like, a hint of a British accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. Even, even, like, I think the they were colonized Tamil, by... Even the Tamil accent, like, uh, the, there's a little... Like, the words they use and stuff, it's more of, like, the the British based. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. if you yeah. listen to anyone from Colombo speaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. is British. The way they learn English, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even my mom, like, she has, like, a, like the way she says things is, like, British. Okay, okay. Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy, man. Mm. Like... But yeah, it's uh, I love the food from Nigeria, so it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys ever have a chance, uh, yeah. try it out. It's we not gonna might, be as good. We might have it on the mukbang. Yeah, the, the future mukbang. Yeah, yeah. Try, try try out some jollof rice. Yeah, yeah. very very. Oh, yeah, I've, I've had jollof rice. Yeah, 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 jello- yeah, but you have like if you can find someone that cooks it out of their house, I think. Yeah, it's probably it's much more better. Authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then uh, they have some uh, egusi soup. Okay, I don't, I don't know that. Yeah, egusi soup is really good, and pounded yam. Mm. Man, if they if someone can make you pounded yam like actually pound yeah. the yam yeah. instead of like they have flour based yam, yeah, 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 it, it'll be some fire stuff. Okay, okay. So what did you want to be as a kid? An NBA uh, player. 
from like for, when you're in Nigeria dead ass, dead uh, ass. In, in Nigeria yeah. I uh, I wanted to be a automotive uh, design engineer mm. yeah, okay uh, okay like kind of like following your dad's footsteps on the engineering side right? engineering side uh, but he was uh, into civil building roads highways and things like that I like cars from day one mm. how old were you when you first discovered like probably like three four okay like yeah. first I thing you remember right like, like yeah. yo, you're a true car guy like yeah. i started my dad's car probably when i was like three yeah it yeah. was a uh, manual car Jeez. so because it was in gear every time i turned it it will move a little bit yeah yeah, and yeah move yeah, a little yeah. bit and move <laughs> a little bit and i i yeah. i remember moving it in in a circle no way yeah yeah with your dad there No, just, see, that's the thing that I... Because if your dad was there, he would have kicked your ass because you're not supposed to be doing that no, with the car. but you know, yeah. we drive manual yeah, now. Yeah, now, now, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're five series. Yes, yes, it was fun. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But, but now we have to put the clutch in to start the car. Yes, before it wasn't like that. Oh, it wasn't like that. Okay. No, 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 before it was like that. What do you it, mean? It was still like that before. Uh, with the clutch. You had to put so, the clutch in. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah. My dad wasn't there, so how would I have been able to start and move mm, the car a little yeah, bit? Yeah, what the fuck? Unless you had a clutch bypass. I, I don't know, but it was a Peugeot. Okay, okay. You know okay. Maybe f- had a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peugeot's a gangster. Uh, yeah, po- yeah, yeah. Yo, it's, I think it's a French company, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Peugeot. So, uh, you know, that was the first <laughs> car um, that I remember. Mm. Man, uh, and my dad had the old Toyota Corollas mm. the back, day, uh, back in the days with the, with the, the mirror on the, on the actual body. Um, oh, okay, 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 okay. Like it's not like on the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the 70s. It was the yeah, 70s model. It was a 72 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the 70s is when they had that design. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that. Like even the the Datsun 240 has exactly, that. Exactly, right? Exactly. So so in uh in, in so is when you came to Canada you wanted to be an NBA player or yeah, is it Yeah, exactly. Okay. So exactly. it changed it changed from uh the autom- the mechanic to I automotive s- engine. I saw Vince Carter play, man. Yeah, I yeah. saw Vince Carter and that's it. it That was after you came to Canada, though, right? Yeah, to, yeah. Like, I saw Michael Jordan play when yeah. I was in Nigeria. Yeah. I love Michael Jordan. Like, my dad actually told me who Michael Jordan Jeez. was. Yeah. And my dad taught me about the Yankees in 1993. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, he's like, um, show me a hat. Like, Pop culture is crazy. Was, was your dad a sports nut, too? Like, was he nah, like into No, my, my dad played sports. He, he played oh, a lot of soccer. No yeah. way. Okay. Like, soccer, like, crazy. Yeah. I remember my dad used to, like, dress up for, like, his games and stuff like that in nigeria no nigeria way. soccer was a crazy Probably huge there yeah huge. yeah yeah like we used to travel as uh, a lot when we were kids and then my dad would just be like hey do you know what that logo is and i'm like no i don't know it's like that's a new york yankees mm. and i'm like yeah you know like i didn't know that then i come to canada Like, you know, Bearman's are wearing New York Yankees. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, my dad ta- t- told me about the New York Yankees. It's crazy because most people who wear a Yankees hat, they probably think, oh, yo, Jay Z, right? Jay Z wears it, right? They don't it's even know it's brand. baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think it was just NY. <laughs> no, but yeah. we're dating back before even Jay Z, right? 1993, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. you know, way before. No, Jay Z started rapping around that time. Yeah? Yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jay Z early, early 90s. like, I think, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah, 90s, 90s. Yeah, he was rapping Listen, in the 90s. Listen, man, I'm, I'm yeah. like, you know, I yeah, yeah. came to Canada in uh, 2000. <laughs> so I probably only recognize who Jay-Z was out here, BET, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, 2000, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I was in That's senior. That's like, senior in 90s, garden. he was coming up, I think. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, so. But yeah, go on. Was, so, uh, I saw Vince Carter play, yeah, man. Yeah, It was like magic um, watching this guy play every day. And ever since then, I, till this day, Watching the Raptors because of Vince Carter. Mm. Yeah, so all the way through high school, you still you wanted to be an NBA player. You, high school, like, you know, the minute that I realized that, you know, height and, yeah. you know, you and it's a very fast-paced game. Yeah. 
And I wasn't really good at playing basketball when yeah. I was. Were you on the ball team, like when you were in high school and stuff? No, or? I tried out for it. I didn't yeah. make it. Mm, right too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I made it, but I was shit. <laughs> really? Eh? Were you bench? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I made it, and, and and like you know, I like I'm way better now than I was yeah. when I made the team. I, I was actually like, on the ball team in grade five. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was bench. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's yeah. A downhill from there. You okay, know? yeah, let's let's move on, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so so okay, you you grad so uh, you graduate high school and then what do you do after that? So I graduate high school. I go to uh, automotive uh, like engineering degree. Yeah, like, you know. So I the original dream now back to the oh original shit. Dream. Well, well, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a dream. It was it what you wanted to okay, be. Okay, so I think the school system is really flawed. Yeah, like, let's I, talk I, about it. Let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why because, is the school system flawed? Uh, because. You don't have a you don't know what the hell you're gonna do in school, mm. yeah. Right, like a lot. Okay, so I was actually thinking about this today when I was at the grocery store. Mm. A lot of people have a good uh, fa- uh, system at home, mm. right? So if, if if they have like good guiding parents, that you might know exactly where to go and what you want to do. If you're lucky, if you if and even quote unquote lucky, yeah. yeah even yeah. right now, like yeah. a lot of people don't know what they want to yeah. do. Right. It's just to get the bills paid and all that. Yeah. You know, how many people are using their degrees that they've gotten? They've paid 45. Very, very slim. Very, very slim. Still too. paying their still paying their OSAP loan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many people are using that degree? Bro, you know what's crazy? That's actually funny you bring this up because, yo, like I, I come across people. Like, I talk to like a shitload of people from like prospecting every day. And then I'll ask them like, oh, yo, like I'll ask them what they do for a living. And then they'll tell me what they do for a living. And I ask them what they, what they do in school. Completely different. Nobody, I, I haven't met, like, I, it's, it's such a small percentage of people that actually end up going into doing the career that they did in school. You haven't, you probably haven't talked to, like, you know, like, software engineers and shit like that. Like, obviously, like, a yeah, hard like skill. Guys, when like, you go to yeah, school exactly, for a hard exactly, skill, exactly. it's different, yeah, right? Like IT, all those guys. Like, engineering and exactly, stuff like exactly, that. But, exactly. like, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. what I was going to say is, um, I'm not trying to say that, you know, kids don't need schooling or you should take them and just school them at home or anything <clears> like that. And I'm not saying that going to post uh, doing any kind of post secondary education is is, is a complete waste mm-hmm. not here to say that because i do see that there's a lot of value there um is. and uh, a lot of people um that are in that are really really fortunate mm-hmm. have done some sort of schooling and some sort of schooling in like ivy league schools and things like that so there's definitely some sort of value that it brings but when you don't know what you want to do and you kind of just do it because your parents are saying something or that's just the norm because after high school no one tells you but like hey listen go and shadow someone at an insurance brokerage or you know go shadow someone at a real estate brokerage right like i wish we had some sort of different options that were already in high school and you had a little bit of um a chance to like better guidance right better guidance because think about it this way we did we did have careers in civics class Mm. right yeah this guy always talks about career cruising yo that's actually funny because i was actually gonna bring this up right now (laughs) um pretty much like i don't know if you remember career cruising i don't know if you guys had it but like i'm pretty uh, sure we had it yeah career cruising like pretty much is like this website you do like a little survey and stuff and it, it matches you up with jobs that they think would be best for you yeah um so I like to kind of uh, make that connection with this podcast, right? Because it's like a big thing that we say on all of our podcasts is that you don't know what you don't know and you don't even know that you don't know it. Yeah, yeah right? 100%. right? Yeah. So, for example, like, yo, so, so we like to get people that are doing 
making money in their own ways and shit, right? Yeah. So by having you on here, we're exposing you out here and showing that, hey, listen, you can make money doing this, insurance. You can make money making tables. You can make money making coffee beans. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's always different different ways of making money. And our one of our missions is to bring that out to the main public and show that this is how much money you can actually make. And yeah, this is yeah. this is the this is the, the 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 ups and the downs. The this is what it costs them to start. Yeah, this yeah. is the the trials and tribulations of doing that. And, yeah. and then people can see, oh, if that's right for them, you know what I exactly. mean? Like based if on their younger, personality or based on something like their interests or whatever. Like yo, this is what you got to go through. You know, like so that's one of our because yo, because the, the, at the end of the day, like talking about money is like a super taboo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody nobody talks about money. Nobody talks about how much they make or, or you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, if you don't talk about it, then you can't really progress. Like, you know, a lot of yeah, people it's like it's, it's more so like, oh, okay, yo, oh, Ingi, Ingi's in insurance. Okay, cool. But yeah. we, we don't know the whole process. Because it's like, oh, yo, yeah, it's ask more questions than that. It's like, yeah. oh, it's disrespectful. It's going I'm not going to personal. Yeah. Oh, how much money do you make? How yeah. much? Uh, wh- how like, much can you make? Yeah. How much can you make? Is there any ceilings? Like, uh, like people don't even know that you make residual income like yeah, like people yeah. don't even know that shit right? and yo there's so much stigma on sales you know what i mean like exactly. when, you're, when you're in school there's like so much stigma on sales and exactly. shit and you don't realize that sales is the one with the the, the like the shortcut to, not the shortcut but like the secret where there's no cap you know what i mean yeah, you if no you want no ceiling that. sales is the way to go if you want to make yeah. as much money as you want it's in sales. sales yeah even if you don't do a sales job you still need sales skills so you exactly. can perform at the highest and, and then you notice like in like movies <coughs> they, they make the salesmen like all sleazy, all sleazy and shit and like hey in the it's, door it's and all shit. programming like, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you know what I mean? exactly like i i they feel like everything is designed yeah yeah right everything is designed if you think about it it's everything is yeah. D- it, yeah so think about it right you go to high school you have to go to college or university or someone's looking at you in the wrong way and that's what our parents were taught because that's all they knew yeah right because mm-hmm. if it, i might go to my dad and be like listen is your passion being a civil engineer, civil engineer yeah. and probably not maybe not yeah that's what he had to yeah. do to get his family engineering doctor lawyer engineer yeah exactly, exactly. right <laughs> and then it, think about it that way then you have now a 45 60,000 dollar loan right and then 60,000 dollar loan now if you're going to be a doctor i think that even gets even i think higher. yeah i think you're in the lawyer too you you'll be in the six, six, figures, figures, six, six figures, figures exactly yeah. so now you're trying to pay that off and it, if if your family's really wealthy, then maybe you're paying it off in a longer like. Or maybe you, know, you didn't even get the OSAP. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like you don't have yeah. a OSAP, right? Loan, but if yeah. you're if you're doing that now, you're stuck. Now, by the time you even start to pay off that loan, right? You're now starting a family. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's yeah yeah right. So you're starting the family in the hole, right? And then now you're buying a house in the hole, mm-hmm. right? So now you have two holes. Now you have two holes. You're already in a hole, and you dug yourself another hole. And then now come come three, you have the kids, right? Yeah. Then you buy the cars, yeah. Because for the cars, uh, for the kids, you need like a bigger car, yeah. Right? Yeah. Then and, after and you're and, and if you're a lawyer, you gotta look nice too. So you can't just buy any car. You can't buy a Dodge Caravan. You gotta buy like a BMW X7 with the extended seats, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I have no idea. Like. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, you, yeah. You, you're probably right. But you understand where I'm getting at, right? Yeah, so yeah, basically, exactly. with all of those things going in, now you're so 25, 20 years, you're now going to be stuck paying off your loans, your house mortgage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where are you going to live? When are you going to live for yourself? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's what you guys are trying to do is 
provide value by telling people different ways and different yeah, exactly and then you can maybe match it up with your personality and then instead of wasting your time doing the other things you just jump right into this thing yeah because yeah. a lot of people remember we were t- told work hard uh, earn your money and then be happy mm. nah man it's 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 be happy first who how many people say be happy with what you're doing and then you're going to actually make the money that you mm-hmm. want to make mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're now providing a service to everybody else that the, providing service is what's going to make you money mm-hmm. and i also think that like like you kind of have to understand how the world works before you know doing anything like cuz like you don't learn like like you know like we learned this like way later mm-hmm. on in life how like the like the financial system works you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like you don't learn that like you think like oh you make a salary like oh you're set you're good you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. like you don't if you understood it, that beforehand exactly yeah. you could take your time you you don't have to get out you don't have to get an unnecessary loan yeah and, and you can kind of plan out your life better without stressing and like you know following yeah. the traditional path they're right? not teaching you about taxes like unless you take like a specific accounting fucking course even yeah. then they're not really talking about the taxes in this country um they they're not they're not teaching you about how to pay down your student loans how to money management skills they're not teaching you um what else fucking how to buy a house yeah like it it the smart way right like what they're what they're showing us it, like if you don't like if you don't do your actual research or sit down with like a realtor you literally think that they they especially the way the media is pushing it too a house costs a million dollars yeah like it's it's crazy <laughs> how much is missing from yeah. today's world yeah yeah um if you think about it back in the days mm-hmm. when you had to learn to be a certain profession you have to go and work as an apprentice exactly. for someone else exactly right? exactly and that means that you're spending x amount of time with that person mm-hmm. at that time people didn't really have like you know the luxury to be like hey am i happy doing this or not right <laughs> yeah. but you know yeah. when, so you yeah. do that or you starve right yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but yeah. you get what i'm saying yeah like, you have those skills i feel like that's lacking today it's just you just kind of apprentice you know what it is bro like we we've i think i think with like social media and stuff too like everything just all this we they've literally shoved instant gratification down our throats yeah we're like you know people only see the final product Right, like, or or they'll see you. They're like, "Oh, yo, Ingi has a brokerage, or Ingi's doing this." That they don't show all the cold calls you had to make, or like yeah. all the contacts you had to make to start building your business, and then like you wanting to quit like every other week and shit. Be like, "Yo, fuck this! Should I go back and get another job?" And shit. Yeah, you know, like hundred percent, Like that is the truth. Like that. Like, even that's, even, that's why we have this podcast. Exactly, We're trying to show that exactly. Like you know, like before, like even for me, like before before I get a listing or a buyer, like. I'm like 90 people are going to say no to me before 10 mans are like say yes to me and then out of the 10 mans maybe two mans would be like actually yes. Yeah. They don't so, show you that. No, it, it's it's crazy. A lot of the things that we're supposed to be taught is supposed to be taught by our parents. Mm. I think a lot of the things are supposed to be taught by your parents and if you have a strong foundation, when you have a strong foundation, that gives you an upper hand to be successful. Yeah. Not that yeah, you right. can't be still successful, gives you an upper hand because your train habits like from age 0 to 7 and even some parts after 7 you still like you know those early 7 years are the most crucial years because mm. everything is like a sponge who mm. you learning from right mm. you you're learning from your parents because you're with your parents most of the time and they're watching you they're they're, they're not listening to you they're watching you 
their habits that you learn from your parents are very important in what you do today. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the the your brain elasticity or something. It's like exactly. or like I think I'm butchering it, but like you can learn and relearn more easily when you're younger. Because because you're, you're on a your brain's at different uh, waves. So I think it's like the theta stage and then something like that. that you know how we, they go like alpha, beta. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you remember we were listening to some of those. Um, those frequency sounds. Yes, yo, I haven't done that in a while. To, to yeah, yeah, like yeah. rewire, um, because it's basically what we're running even right now is on a computer. It's it's like a computer system. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a computer system. Yeah, like if operating guys, system. Yeah, if yeah. you guys notice anything from your early childhood, you yeah. still probably do the same habits that you do now yeah. when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. if you have the strong foundation from your parents early, Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about not like, you know, the parents just come and uh, provide food and just, <laughs> no, no, no. So like, you know, actually, okay, so this is how you do this. If you have to cut wood, this is how you pick up the axe. This yes. is how you smack All it. the basic shit. Like all, the basic All shit. the survival basic stuff. stuff. Survival stuff. The basic you know? stuff is very important. Yeah. Even even like small things like yo, cleaning your house. Like, like your mom showing you a specific way how to sweep things exactly. so it gets done properly. Mm. Exactly. Versus you just going in there just fucking sweeping everything <laughs> and just making a mess, you know? So think about where we come from. Like yeah. a, like people that are Tamil mm. uh, came from Sri Lanka mm. and then now they didn't have that opportunity to be actually uh, gi- given that right support here in, uh, in, in Canada because their parents had to work two or three jobs to keep the house, um, you know, the lights up running and the food. Yo, you know what it is, bro? They, our parents came here as a, like a survival thing. Like they, they didn't come here out of luxury. They were exactly. like, oh yeah, exactly, I'll, exactly. I'll go to my kids and you know, like they came here out of survival. And then you know, they they trusted in the school system. Yeah. To do, teach us everything that we needed to know. They're like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna work. My kid's gonna go to school. They're gonna teach him everything he needs to know. He's gonna become successful in the country. Yeah. And then that's where they got finessed. Yes. And the parents that actually came here. They're some of the toughest people because they had to leave behind their friends, their mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. and they didn't know anybody here. Yeah, uh, they had to, you know, rent, start fresh, start fresh. Like, yeah, it, and it, and it, not and like, even if they knew the language, it's still a brand new country. You got to figure out how to get a house here, get a car here, insurance. Like, you know, like some all that people stuff. didn't even know the language. Yeah. So basically, think about it when you're setting up your insurance, going to buy a house. And if they didn't have a Tamil realtor or Tamil insurance person, or if they did have a Tamil uh, realtor or Tamil person, mm-hmm. there was one or two people probably at that time that were doing this. Yeah. So at that point, what were they doing? They were blindly trusting those people. Exactly. Blindly trusting those people. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to all the parents <laughs> uh, that, you know, did yeah. the tough things. You know, how, how many of us can actually start a family or take our existing family, family over move, there. move to a, a different country that doesn't even speak English yeah. learn a whole new language learn a new language, new language and language. learn a new way of living adapt to that society yeah and get a new job a new yeah. occupation yeah it takes and a it, lot of faith like, and then, you gotta believe in the system for that yeah and then you're you're kind of you're, you're kind of programmed to thinking okay this is what you gotta do you gotta go to the school yeah. system you gotta yeah. do this and that otherwise you'll fall behind yeah so you can't really blame them for being like hey go this way because that's they're trying to play it safe so that yeah, exactly. you don't fuck up right yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the school system doesn't teach you entrepreneurship right? yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. biggest thing yeah. right so you yeah. kind of figure that out on your own you know, that's yeah. what you i was trying to, to say like I, i'm not trying to blame the parents yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. you know like we, we shouldn't re- repeat the same mistakes yeah that mm. we have more access i wouldn't exactly. say mistakes exactly because that's all they had to do was to make sure that we had a comfortable place to mm-hmm. live in 
Yeah. You know what it is, bro? I think like our parents' time was a different time. Yeah. yeah. It, like information wasn't readily accessible like that. 100%. Right? Like, bro, like right now we have like, literally this fucking podcast will teach you like half the income streams out there, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and this podcast, this bear podcast like this, like, you can Google search things, you can YouTube it. There's so many different platforms that's constantly teaching you how to make money, how to do this, how to do that. There's 17 so, year old girls that are literally making $15,000 a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the time we're living in right yeah, now. Exactly. YouTube you know I mean? is without that's without level. graduating high school. YouTube is you know? next level. Yeah. I I think YouTube is yeah. next level. Like, you know, I, I turn on how to change something, how to fix something in my yeah. house. You know, it's readily available. Yeah. But yet we'll watch someone wa- dancing on TikTok or something, a, yeah. Some sort of burger <laughs> and some sort some sort of candy because yeah. that's what c- catches their attention, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But but like we're cause like all the information is there if you go searching for it, but we know like the common person is not searching for these kind of things. I yeah. like we talked about it before, the common person just wants to be entertained by these things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to kind of push it to the mainstream, you know, trying yeah, to like yeah. Yeah. But you you know like, like back in the days if yeah. you had to like you know go and search for things and yeah. like try to figure something out you probably have to walk like sixty yeah, miles exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. go to the <laughs> library go to the uh, uh, what, what what is it what is that thing called the, the encyclopedia and stuff encyclopedia. before the internet before the internet what are they what was encyclopedia encyclopedia yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sounded like three times. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I'm a quiet guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what jobs did you do prior to uh, insurance? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my first job was uh, door knocking. Um, no way. Yeah, door knocking, oh, uh, selling newspapers. How old were you? When probably 13, 14. Oh shit! Probably okay, okay, in okay. like grade nine. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Door knocking, like you're selling newspapers. Selling newspaper subscriptions. Toronto Star, right? That's crazy. Toronto, Toronto Star. Yeah, that's crazy. Sun. That means you must have sold the uh, uh, you must have sold the paper, and I was delivering it right right behind you. you know? Oh shit, <laughs> that's crazy. Wait, continue, continue. Yeah, 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 so that, and then I think we were doing like Rogers too. Oh shit, um, okay. Like the same guy was like, you know, it's it's like one guy will pick you up in like a minivan and yeah, yeah. drop you off, and yeah, then like yeah, a certain yeah. neighborhood. I think I think he did something similar to that. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did uh, rental rental water heaters. Oh, oh shit! Oh, <laughs> you know you know those guys, those yeah, annoying yeah. guys that come to your door yeah, and try yeah, to upgrade yeah, your rental yeah, water yeah, heater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like you're also ten years. Like you're about. 10 I years did that. Old. I did that when I was like seventeen or something. Oh, okay, like okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like back then, I don't think they had that, or maybe they did. But yeah. I, like at age. 12, 13, I don't think you're yeah. doing that. 12, 13, super early, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, so how did you feel about doing door knocking at 12, 13? Like, would, would you, did you learn anything valuable from that? Like, what can, what, what's one thing? You had to do it, right? Is it because you had to do it? No, I didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. I didn't have to do it. Why did you even want to get a job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, man, <laughs> it, like, you're living in Markham and Ellesmere. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah. people, like, you know, wearing brand names. Yeah. You, mm. you know, you want, you know, I didn't even have a fitted. Yeah, um, yeah. I 5950s, bro. Those are huge. Yeah, man. I wanted to get a. <laughs> I want to get a fitted. Yeah. I want to get Fat Farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember my my yellow mustard Fat Farm shirt yeah, from like yeah, middle school. Yeah. And shit. I used to have Fat Farm shoes and shit. You know. Yeah. I it was like thing. I wanted a nice um like I don't know Fat Farm like Fubu. Rock Aware like yeah. a yeah. John John winter yeah. and stuff. But, but yeah. You remember the Rock Aware uh, shoe bags? The string bags. The string, string bags. bags. Yeah, that came like later, later, later. when I was. Timberland. Like, okay, Timberland. Okay, okay, okay. I was already like in grade 12 when that like happened. Okay, okay, okay. Like, okay yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. But yeah. I, I didn't own a, a single one of those. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm proud to say that I didn't own that. Because <laughs> I always thought it looked super weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually had a few. Slippers. I think I was like in grade <laughs> five. It, it, that was our generation. Yeah, was our generation. Everybody had that shit. Yeah, 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 like lugs. You're like what? You're 88. We're 94s. 93. I'm 93. 94, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I just did it. I think I learned the art like you know you get rejected 
get rejected hmm. but then you find but you it. had you had thick skin because of your, like your your past and your childhood yeah right? so you you have to find a way to make it happen yeah mm. so you know what, what once that started happening i was like yeah this is pretty easy so what was motivating you like obviously you got the job okay well okay but like was it literally because of the fat farm you wanted to work it's the fat farm? literally materialistic yeah, like, yeah because at that point when you're listening to bt and you see uh, at school, you know, the coolest kid have like all the name brand. You mm. want to be just like them, right? Mm. Well, no one else told me. What that. year was this? What year was this? Probably like uh, 2003, 2004. Okay, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So we're like, I was like in grade three, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but at that time, like no one else is t- telling you to do any different. Yeah. Because mm. your, your, your parents are still like fully at work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just did your parents know you were doing this? Yeah, 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 oh, okay. yeah. But like you know, they they thought it was good because yeah. keeping you busy and shit, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But then you know, we were doing like like MSN. Yeah. And then you know, you were just trying to like. <laughs> All the little kids are like, well, "What's going on right now?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> MSN, like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just said a new thing. Yeah. yeah. So MSN what? is uh, before texting. Before. Uh, yeah. If you guys don't know what MSN WhatsApp, is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. MSN you know, Messenger. It's, it's like an online messaging tool that we had before everybody had cell phones in their pockets. Yeah. 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 You yeah. Just had to run home after school, log into your MSN, and just you know. And there was MSN Plus. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if I'm MSN Plus is when you can like change the colors on your. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like you change, change your names and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that happened. And you can do like uh, video calls and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So before Zoom, you know, MSN did it yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Before, before WhatsApp video and stuff <laughs> exactly. like that, you know? Exactly. Way, way before. Way yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what, before. What, what did you do after after the the paper? I did a few uh, construction jobs, like, you no know, down basements. And like in high school? When you were in high school? Yeah, yeah. No way. Okay. Like, like just like. The summer summer jobs. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, like, off the newspaper you found these guys that are hiring or? um i think it was through a friend a family it was okay yeah. like, like tamil so it was like a tamil renovation guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo yeah, that, and yeah we'll yeah. take you take you to a spot we mm-hmm. know we break down like basements oh shit and these were like really good neighborhoods yeah like you see like ferraris lamborghinis oh, like and that. stuff like okay. that and you're obviously down for water that. damage yeah. like restoration yeah, yeah. oh restoration okay, okay, yeah okay. like restoration how, stuff. how much did they pay you back then it was all cash and i yeah. think it was like pretty good yeah, like at the I time, can't remember. yeah, I think it was pretty good. I, for a kid, it was more than enough. And then mm-hmm. after after you're done, you're like, even though you're underage, you're like, you know, someone gives you a beer, like sick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, bro, so you switched from like door knocking, uh, which is commission based, yeah, um, to hourly. Like, did you feel that transition? Did you even think about that transition at that time? Like, no, no. Did no. you like what you're doing, or did you prefer doing door knocking? This was just. This was just what was just you're trying to make money. You just trying to you just, trying to you make just want money. to buy more platform. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, I just wanted to buy more, more gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, and the, more fifty nine fifty hats. Yeah, like I just wanted yeah. to get like you know hats. Yeah. yeah would yeah. you would you, you think about buying a car at that point or no? Not yet, not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. yet. Oh, well, you still you? like cars during this time, obviously, right? I, I've always loved cars. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. I always wanted an Integra. So my first car was an Integra. How old were you? I was nineteen. 19. 19 good shit okay. well what were you doing what job what job were you doing i was working at staples, staples. what year what year uh, integra was it uh 96 oh dc2 yeah mm. uh, no it was a, a db8 db8 oh four door that's why my uh instagram D- handle yeah, is db8 yeah, 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 yeah. okay mm. you like the four door better than the two door yeah always yeah. Yeah, still a sedan guy you know what they say uh four door uh more friends right yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Something I think you were trying like to like that. say something else, yes, but was, uh, yeah, was. but then yeah, he's yeah. trying to keep it PG. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just 
honestly sometimes we're a family show yeah, yeah exactly sometimes yeah four door is nice man yeah but okay. uh, i couldn't even have people sit in the back as lord and oh if you have, like, did, you, did you cut your springs or did you go good um, i know a lot of the guys back in they used to cut their springs i think it was on coilovers, coilovers or, or which no it was just on springs. springs lowering springs um it was preset uh coilovers okay okay one of those okay, yeah okay, yeah okay, yeah you okay, can't change okay, the height okay. on them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, you can't like slam it more. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can't raise it. It's like, yeah. and then one person hits. Yeah. And because the wheels were too wide, it would just rub into yeah, the tire. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Nah, we've all been there. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, can't relate, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can't relate. <laughs> I'm like, can't relate. Right? <laughs> Vince, like, hold. No. And not yet, not yet, not yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be me when you guys talk about sports. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, it was good, man. It's. Like cars are like you know something that I always liked. Mm. Like I can even now tell you. You did you did you did car sales at a point? No, I did. did you do car sales. I did. I did car oh, sales. Shit. Oh, accurate. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Talk so about that. How, how come you didn't excel in car sales? Like what did you? Why did you? No, it's not that I didn't excel in car sales. Yeah. I think uh, car sales is very demanding. Mm. The timing is very demanding. It is. Not to say that insurance the timing is not demanding, but I can pick and choose. When was this? When were you? Uh, were you selling cars? In t- 2013. So oh, okay. I was doing car detailing, yeah. studying for my uh, automotive service technician, uh, being an apprentice, mm. and selling cars. You, you, have the, you have the dealership license and shit too? Yeah, I'm big, everything. Say a word, eh? This is working at Maple Acura. Maple Acura. What's that though? Which one is it? Is, is that in Maple? Oh, no, okay. <laughs> is that in Maple, right? <laughs> 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 I don't know if it was in Maple or if it was like, you know, it's like the name was just Maple. Like Maple that's, a, that's a real right there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, man, it was it's crazy, man. I've done like a lot of jobs. Like yeah, I, yeah, I worked yeah. at the Cedarbury Public Library. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I worked there, and you know, looked like a complete like thug, right? Yeah, like they <laughs> wanted to fire me from the time that I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it's actually funny. I don't know if we, if you want to send us a picture of what you used to look like when you're younger. We can put it up on the screen. This <laughs> <Nah>. guy <laughs> used to look like a full out thug. So imagine a thug. <laughs> imagine a thug working at the library. Yeah. So they just wanted it. They just wanted me out, man. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. just wanted me out because when I went to the interview, I you know I I put on my glasses. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, tucked yeah, in yeah. everything and I had like a dress shirt, like yeah. tie and everything. Yeah. And, and then, then the first shift, you like, first cr- shift, you like crib walking inside, right? First <laughs> shift, I, I went there with like a jersey on. Mm. What jersey? Who's it? Uh, Vince Carter, man. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I had like a few Vince Carter jerseys. <laughs> and if you catch me, uh, like, you know, that's probably my wife was like, why are you wearing the same thing over and over and over again? And then she's like, you got to stop wearing jerseys. Mm. Right? So, and then eventually I did. Now you're wearing yeah. a suit and shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what drove you to get into insurance? Completely accidental. Yeah. I was working at the bank. I was so I worked at the bank too. Mm. I worked at BMO and then I wanted a higher paying job. So one of my friends actually How much were you making at BMO? Uh, 36,000? Yeah. This is what year, what year is like this? back in the day, right? Like yeah. What year is this? 2014, 2015. Yeah. Okay. That, that same job probably is like 2025, 16 now, right? Yeah. The same job. Yeah, now. yeah, because yeah, everything okay. has gone up, right? Yeah. Like if okay. you want like a basic person now it's like you know, without no experience, yeah, yeah. there's a starting hiring at like yeah. 55. I think it's the most attractive thing now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I wanted a higher paying job. RBC was hiring. I applied there, got in. And then, you know, that's where I started my training for uh, insurance. So RBC was uh, applying uh, as was hiring for just what was the job? Was insurance advisors. 
insurance advisors and yeah. like you had like did they ask for experience or anything like that no like, no no no. I, they did it was just mainly i think because i was in the banking, banking field yeah. and customer yeah, service yeah, 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 i think sense. it kind of all uh, tied in together and, it and you all. knew it was like commission based and stuff it wasn't commission based it wasn't it was it was salary, salary i just can't yeah. remember what the salary was oh okay, were you okay. an insurance agent there with rbc it was an insurance advisor i would say it's like an agent yeah was this before like uh they took over aviva or was this when yeah it, I, it, before aviva no 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 so Aviva bought RBC, not well, the Aviva other way bought, okay, Yeah, because the insurance companies are obviously the richest, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But they bought RBC's like insurance yeah, branch, yeah, not yeah, obviously yeah. all no, no, of no, RBC. No, no. So let me correct that. Yeah. Aviva Insurance bought RBC Insurance. Mm, not yeah, yeah. So RBC, RBC doesn't yeah. own RBC yeah, Insurance yeah, yeah. anymore. They don't have it. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah. Got okay, it. okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so talk about that. Talk about that. So yeah, so I started my training there. Excellent program. Uh, I had a really good trainer. Amazing. Um, and then once we. Sh- ended up on the floor it was just like it was so weird man it was like their processes and everything they wanted you to have like a handle time while talking to a client mm. and then uh, what's, what's a handle time for so handle time is uh, basically how long you're on the phone with the client yeah mm. trying to help them you know they want you to give good customer service but then they have a restriction of how much you have to be on the phone with. Is, this like, is that is that common or no? Uh, I, I guess it depends. Like, it, like it depends on the insurance. Like, like uh, the insurance company that I work with, like they didn't really have handle time. Like they had like hold times that they yeah. look at. Yeah. But obviously, like they want you to be more efficient and stuff everything. Too. Everything's was, all tracked. Uh, like, yeah. but I'm they got to make money, right? <laughs> ACW, like after call ACW, work. ACW, yeah, yeah. After hold, call work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your handle time, everything is monitored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that was, I was like. Man, like I felt like, like I didn't feel happy driving all the way from Scarborough all the way to Mississauga just to do this. And yeah, man, it wasn't it wasn't great. So how long were, were you there? Were, Sorry, go ahead, no, go ahead. I think I was only there for like a short period of time. Were you um were were you doing auto and home insurance there? Or were yeah, you doing like a, auto and home. Okay, okay, not not life there, no, right? No okay, life. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. And then when then you left I that, I left. You? I worked for um, a pharmaceutical company. Um, what company? And I was, uh, Bayshore. Okay. okay. And okay. I, I don't even know what I did there. But, okay. uh, <laughs> this guy's like, resume yeah, is crazy, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's it, it's not even like, uh, like I'm not trying to disrespect the company. I just, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing there. I mm. think I was processing. <laughs> yeah. Man. How long were you there know. for? Why did, like why, what, what attracted oh, you, what attracted you to that? It was just a, like it, was, it was like a friend that referred, like had oh, someone okay, okay, that okay, was okay. working there. Was was, the, close, was the money good was kind of close something? to close to home. No, the money was not that good. Okay, um, it was close to home. Yeah, um, and yeah, it was it was like data data processing. Data entry was the data entry. No. Yeah, it was some sort of coordinator. Yeah. It was like I was just coordinating prescriptions, and it goes to the picking, and then the picking ends up. Fulfilling the orders, like so. There's got it, intake, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. I was intake coordinator. That's <coughs> kind of there okay. we go. Okay, there what did you go. do after that? Um, I got my mortgage license. Oh, oh shit! Okay. What? Okay. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. So I okay. got my mortgage license. What, 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 what led you to do that? Why did you want to do that? It's always uh, money. Yeah, right? yeah, of course. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. trying to make like money, and you're yeah. trying to. So were you like during this whole process? Were you like, you know, asking people around you like how do you make more money or like how did you know? No. 
No. How did you know just, that mortgage? Uh, yeah, how did you know? Like, yeah, how did you know that these opportunities would lead you to more money? Yeah. I think it was just you know looking at other people and you know trying to follow like someone else's footstep, right? Mm. Like people in your circle or people like out. Like, where did you see these people? It was just one of those things. Like, you know, it was attractive because you can uh, make commission and you can talk to people. I don't think it's it's. And you you done you done multiple commission jobs at this point, right? Like yeah. by the time you got to the yeah, I, I don't side. think it was. Yeah, I don't think I looked at anyone. I was uh, said, "Hey, I'm gonna be a mortgage advisor or anything like that." I yeah. think I was just like, "Okay, you know what? I want to make like you know 200k a year." Why not a realtor? Why a mortgage advisor? That's that's a great question. I think I was thinking about doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I thought about all the realtors. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then for some odd reason, I thought I like I wasn't going to get business. Yeah, was but I was at a time that it was. Honestly, I I felt so lost at that time. I, I know what year, 100%, what year is this? No. Twenty like around twenty fifteen ish. Oh okay. shit! Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So twenty fifteen is like right before I was about to get married. You know, before you get married, you you want to have the next step ready. You you want to know what you're doing. It, mm. Or you, if anything, you already want to have it all already set up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. want to have everything set up before you actually start like a, adding a, a more new people life. onto your plate. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it was a really like confusing time. It was re- like, you know, if I had like maybe solid education, I think it would be like, you know, helpful. Maybe it wouldn't have been helpful. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, a lot of people don't u- do use their degree or whatever the case is. But I think I didn't have a good support system because I'll, at that time I was living alone, mm-hmm. right? So I was like also, uh, I didn't have a guidance system. How old were you when you started living alone? I would say age 16, 17. Shit, yeah, okay, so okay, okay. my dad had to go to a different country mm. to now work. Mm-hmm. And we didn't go with them, me and my sister. Because you guys are older now. Yeah, it just so doesn't we make were, sense. Yeah, school, so yeah. we were, when I say we weren't living with anyone, we like, you know, we're still living with my aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually I moved out. Um, you know, I was living with my wife, um, girlfriend at the time, you know, with her with her family. So it, it, when I say guidance system, it wasn't, there wasn't someone to look up to. You didn't have like a direct support system that direct, took care of you specifically. Like a person that would say this, this, this is, listen, you're doing this. Nah, mm. let me show you something. Yeah. Ingi, don't be a dumbass. Do this. Instead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, 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 let's do this. And you know that there's times where, you know, we did, I did have family members reach out and, you know, say X and X, but like it wasn't strong. Hmm. You know, I was just and they kind of said it because they had to. And I think about it, at, at but age, you already learned at that point. Maybe you learned so much by trial and error. On yeah, your own, right. I, basically, my whole life is trial and error. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everybody's life is too. Yeah, yeah. That's how everybody learns. Yeah. But at age 17, 18 someone comes over. Like you know, at even at age twenty one, I think when uh, I'm talking about now, like twenties, twenty ones, if someone comes and tells you, "No, don't do this," you're gonna be like. Bro, I know what I'm doing. What are yeah, you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no matter who it is or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. It, it, my life could have gone, like, several different ways. Um, but, you know, I'm just kind of happy where I'm, <laughs> where I'm at now and, I'm, you know, h- how I'm going to go in the next yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. little while. Because what I've learned in the last three years alone is... It, is it, I just want to unlearn everything that I learned before that. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so the mortgage, the mortgage thing. So how long were you doing that, and, that, and how was the experience? And that didn't last well at <laughs> all. Um, I don't think I was committed to that. Okay. It so was, you got the license, and then you, you basically I flaked. 
You flaked, okay. Yeah. But you got the license? I got the license. Did you end up hanging it up with like a mortgage broker? Yeah, I, I, yeah I went to a mortgage alliance. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, just I didn't do the work that they, okay. Okay. Did, you know, that takes you to the next step. Okay, so now you went from, did you hop right into insurance right out of mortgages or did you do something else in between? So I had, I still had my license to do insurance. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sponsored by any company. Mm. Then right after the pharmacy job, I went back. So funny, I applied for a job and I think that job called me. I remember where I was. I don't think it's, uh, I was intoxicated when I got that call. <laughs> um, you remember that? You remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so and then I know that I would, like, I shouldn't pick up that phone call. So I got the voicemail and yeah. I called back and then I got, you know, I was really excited. It was uh, an agent from State Farm. Mm. And then I went to go see her. We really clicked, and then I resumed my insurance career. But my first insurance was with State Farm. Mm. The minute that I walked into that office, your and first I insurance isn't like your my own first, insurance. My first car insurance car when insurance. I was nineteen was oh, with State Farm. Okay, 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 okay. So my first insurance was with State Farm, and I remember going into the office and what she was doing, and I was like, "Yo, this is so cool. Mm. This is so cool that she's doing this." And for some odd reason, you know, like it kind of circled back. But, you know, how is this different from the RBC for you? This is like you people come sit in front of you. You don't have a restriction. Um, You're now going and actively talking to people and and trying to get leads and generate. Because it's commission based now. It's commission based with a little bit of salary. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I loved I I loved doing that. Mm -hmm. And I was performing really well at State Farm. Were you? What were you doing to like prospect? Did they have like a specific way of prospecting, or did you? Were you just kind of blasting? Cold on calling. Media? At really? that time, oh, it was shit, shit, no okay. social marketing, um, yeah, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we weren't even allowed to use our phones, uh, cell phones. No way. We're not even allowed to market under ourselves. Oh shit! Okay. Because you're under the agent, so you, anything that you do have to, uh, it has to be under the agent. Mm, okay, okay. So how many people would you would you call in a day? I would call like maybe like I remember like sometimes I'll call like 30, 40 people a day. Mm, sometimes mm-hmm. fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know like I, I, yeah, yeah, man, it was it was pretty good, man. Like mm-hmm. I like and like that that like all the rejections and stuff like that probably was nothing to you at that point. Nothing. Like you've gone through like way worse. Right? There's yeah. something at our um, BMO that I was selling called the balance protector. Mm. For on your credit card I, what is bullshit <laughs> banking I, I, I yeah. don't even know the product and I, yeah. I don't even know if the product was beneficial because it was so long ago mm. but I got so good at selling that mm. and and I was like this is if you can sell this <laughs> you can sell, you can sell you can, anything you can sell something that someone else actually needs mm. yeah that's actually rule number one in sales you got to believe in the product like once you believe in the product like you're not really selling it you're literally just you're providing service but you listen fam like that's like breathing it's like breathing right yeah it's like yo this is good for you so i think you should have you should have this here's some water drink it right yeah (laughs) Yeah, thirsty here's some water yeah yeah so i i really think that at Maybe the balance protector is actually a thing that you need. Maybe yeah. that's why I was. Some people good. might, because yeah. I remember yeah. like if you get like uh, disabled or something like that, your balance get paid out or something it's like that. Not bad. So not actually, bad. it's it's not like a. It's not, I know it's not a yeah, yeah. It's not a it's not yeah. a bank finance. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. They try to they try to sell that to all the older people, right? No, yeah, it's everybody, any, anybody, age? man, any age, any age, Holy mm. man. Like that was a thrill. Like mm. selling that product. As soon as you 
say what you have to say, and then after after that they say yes. Yeah, you gotta get it's a get, dopamine rush. Yeah, then you gotta say something verbatim. That means yeah. that it's like exactly it's word for word. Word for word. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. On the screen, you're following the script. Yeah, and that whole time you're like, yo, I did this, I did this, I yeah, did this, yeah, 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 and yeah. then, ma'am, can I get you to say a yes, a yeah. clear yes, uh, through the phone, and then they say yes, and then you're like. <laughs> You know, so that you was like shoot her up your spine and goes up right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was crazy, man. You know what's yeah, crazy? Yeah. Like, uh, I think someone tweeted this. Like, uh, I forget who it was. Some some big person on Twitter. What are some things that you wish school taught? And a lot of the top answers were sales and marketing. Right? Sales and marketing, yeah. Because because like mm. that's everything, right? And so the, when you're talking about that, I'm just thinking like you probably didn't enjoy that job as the BMO job, but like you learned sales. Right, like sales, where you're learning sales and building biggest, a brand. Yeah, building a brand. You weren't getting paid for the sales, right? Like in BMO, at BMO, were you no, getting paid? You weren't. No, you were doing. No. You were getting a salary. No, it was just like one more tick mark on the whiteboard. Yeah, but Bro, you learned the, sales. The thing with those kind of jobs is that you learn phone skills, which are really exactly, important, and you also learn communication skills. Yeah, exactly. Because like when there's when it's only audio, like you really focus in on you know what you sound like, yeah. like you know like. No wait. This is this is in person. Stuff, no, you know? is this in no, it's no, not no, in person. No, RBC was RBC, uh, was over the phone. Uh, RBC and BMO were, were over the phone. Over yeah, the phone. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. sometimes you like you have like a, a mirror in front of you. You have to smile. When yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? That's actually crazy. I actually came back. Uh, I, I I just came back from like the three day seminar with Mike Ferry, who's yeah. like a real estate sales coach. And uh, that's actually one of the things that he mentions to do. He's like, get a mirror in your office. And he's like, smile and dial. Yeah. And he's like, if you smile and say whatever, you can literally say whatever. As long as you're smiling, they can actually hear the difference yeah. in they energy. They can actually hear yeah. the they smile. Can actually they can hear, hear the smile. Yeah. yeah, they can hear the smile. And you can literally say anything. Yeah. Like if somebody if somebody is like arguing uh, with your commission, you can literally say no. Any other questions? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> and, you know, it's like it, it works. Yeah, it, it definitely yeah. works. Yeah. And that's why I had to do that. But uh, I think, you know, coming on this podcast kind of takes me back down memory lane and some of those skills. you can that, hear yourself and yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, even just remembering all the things that I did oh, to be okay. successful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And why isn't that now part of my uh, daily routine? You know, mm-hmm. and I think it's really important that I was able to kind of walk through this and, you know, remember how how I did things. Yeah. Because those are the things that were the foundation of where I am today. Today. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously going back to State Farm, you know, they your primary lead generation uh, tool was the phone. Right. Yeah. So you obviously had the phone experience from BMO and RBC that you used to, to, exactly. to at State Farm. Yeah. And then you probably were killing it because of that. Yeah. And then at that point, I'm assuming you that was probably the most amount of money you made at that time. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. And I left State Farm to become a broker because I wanted to make more money. Mm-hmm. And, and you knew that sales is your Is that something that you could succeed in or like? I'm a natural, like, I, I talk to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. You know, yeah. and uh, I think I was, at that point, I wanted to create some sort of value. Mm. And I think I've gone away from that. I think I'm now circling back to it. Um, but, you know, I wanted to actually do a lot more life insurance. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, life insurance sales, uh, critical illness sales. How did you learn about life insurance sales? Because, like, I know State Farm was just a home and auto, no? No, home, uh, home, auto, and life. Oh, so you learned about life insurance there? Yeah, so okay. I'm so grateful that the agent made me get my life license. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, okay. It, it's it's funny because you know everywhere I go, uh, the insurance guy's like, "Oh, in Japan, like you know, like in Givara, like yo, he's gonna try to sell you some life insurance." Mm-hmm. Like you know, I I get 
like being an insurance broker is uh, to a lot of people is not an attractive thing it's like being a real estate agent too it's just how, it's how you uh, it's how you approach it right go go check out the most um so if you if you go and actually google search it like you know top sales professions mm. real estate's up there mm-hmm. real estate's probably the number one real estate and insurance real estate and insurance yeah, yeah. um and then i think after that is software sales right I, I don't know. It's all. It's order, all. It's, yeah, it's all. It's all, it's all relative, though. Like, because yeah. someone who's like super successful will like in in one will make way more money than someone who's like mediocre in the other. You yeah, know what I mean? no, hundred percent, hundred percent. You got sales it. is sales. Sales is sales. Sales is sales. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what you're selling. You know, as long as you're yeah, it's just, it's it's all the same principles. Smile yeah. and dial. Like yeah. prospecting. How you, many people you you, you eat what you kill. You you yeah. can make. It's all a numbers. Whatever game. you want to exactly. make, you make using scripts. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's all about numbers, yeah. right? Numbers. So yeah, it's a contact sport. Yeah, it it you know the thing is with insurance, I think a lot of people have uh, a bad rep like. It has a bad reputation, like you know. Real estate is different because you actually have a. F- Do you mean all insurance or just life? I think all insurance. All insurance. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay. You, you know, like you don't want to be that guy at a party um, that is the insurance guy because you know maybe someone that was an uh, like an insurance guy try to sell them life insurance mm. or sell them like auto insurance, like. I don't think I've ever brought up uh, insurance at any parties or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it doesn't, I, I, I don't separate. think there's enough education out there yeah, or, or like yeah. information about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even like, like I feel like, you know, naturally, like you, you're kind of, it's based on like the, the information that you consume on a daily basis, like what you're around is that's how you form your opinions. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. like, you know, like you probably, most people just know auto insurance. They see commercials. Yeah. Commercials. Yeah. They that's see it. like, you know, like someone that's part-time life insurance, a guy mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. into their house and try to pitch them some like product that they don't even need. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then, yeah. you know, they, they look at me and be like, Guy, You're going to do the same thing. This guy's going to do the same yeah, thing. This guy's yeah. going to come and try to, yeah. you know, like, you know, sometimes I would genuinely <clears throat> want to have lunch with someone and they mm. think that I'm trying to pitch them with some insurance product. Mm-hmm. Nah, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I've, I've had lunch with uh, Ingi many times. He hasn't brought up insurance once. Yeah, like I, I <laughs> actually sometimes ask people to separate that out. Mm. Like, listen, I'm not here to talk. I'm here as a friend talking about just lunch and what we're having. Mm. How's your life? Mm. Mm. Honestly, bro, I feel like I feel like at the end of the day, like you could still implement the insurance and stuff but from like a service standpoint right or like it's from like more of an educational standpoint too right like i I just don't and that's why probably you know i I don't make the money that i want to because Mm -hmm. i'm not as like you know hardcore Mm -hmm. um you know this hardcore sales guy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but at the same time i want to like keep the sales you have the knowledge to educate people if you want it yeah i I definitely do like you know and and that's where i'm going to now go like i'm probably going to take another course yeah that specializes in uh estate planning um yeah you know know, wealth uh you know like wealth planning you know we got to have you back after the course for sure yeah Yeah, for sure then you can like really like provide more because it's it's more of a like you put the information out there and somebody hearing it, if they find the right match, they're just going to come to you. Yeah. Right. And then like, I want to provide more service. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to provide the service to the audience that yeah, wants yeah, my yeah. service. Exactly. Exactly. Not the audience where I got to talk to them and tell them about the service that I'm doing and why you should have me as your insurance broker. Mm, it, mm. It, I should, I want to be established to a point where they come to me because they, Hey, this is the guy. He knows what he's doing. He does it good mm. and it does it really well. 
and I'm okay with trusting him with all my insurance needs mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. In, trusting his team because I, I, I want to be doing the wealth uh, planning through the life insurance and you know to be able to generate wealth and transfer wealth mm-hmm. to their families. Mm-hmm. And because the system doesn't teach you that, the education system doesn't teach you that. Your yeah. parents, unless for some reason they're like really wealthy and they know it already. Yeah. yeah. But like you know, you're not like it's it's the system is made up so you're not supposed to know it. You know mm. what I mean? Like yeah. like all of this stuff, it's like it's like a secret. You know what I mean? It's a secret, yeah. and, and and you gotta really dig to kind of find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I I know like when I was I was sitting with this guy, I think after our meeting, and then I think he. Uh, you know, we, we had our meeting at Hawker Legend. I think that's where we first met up. And then he had his five series. And then we were in the car. We were actually listening to something. I think we were listening to Earl Nightingale. <laughs> oh, and then, uh, the Stranger uh, Secret. Yeah. And then after. With me. This is with me. This is with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. My, my five series or your you, five series? Your five series. Oh, shit. Okay. This is yeah. back in the day. The back in the days. Yeah, yeah. And then he, this guy like told me, he's like, I study billionaires. I, I study their habits. <laughs> I, 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 this, this is why we have a podcast. Yeah, this so, is why I'm in real estate now, right? So, so I, I, I study what they do, what they eat, what time they wake up, what time you know they're like golfing, what time they're doing <laughs> this, and then he told me he's like, uh, I'm like, wait, how do you even do that? He's like, it's out there, man. Like, just go look it up. <laughs> you know, like, world is possible. World is possible. possible. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you, he's, he told me like, look, look it up. Um. But it's easy to like kind of break habits. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I know, I remember like I was listening to Old Nightingale for like a week and then like after the week, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yo, like, I listened to it recently, bro. And, and, and it's, fire. it's not, it's, it's fire. fire, but like you said, same thing. Yeah. It, 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 I had something written down and everything and, and, and my goal changed. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it kind of got bigger, but but like it still it's, it's, it's I change. I didn't hit that goal it's, though. It's gonna change, bro. Like as you're going towards one thing, it's gonna yeah. change. It's, it's, it's just but you, I life, feel like right? you have to re-listen to it. You have to re re you know affirm it. You have to reaffirm right? yourself, right? Discipline. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like no matter what, it's a discipline. There's a lot of distractions out here. How much? How bad do you want it? Yeah. How bad do you want it? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like that goes for me. I feel like I feel like it. it, it like you know, sometimes like if you if you know circumstances are tough, yeah. like uh, to some people might think of that as like, oh like oh uh, you know why me or like this is hard and stuff. But like I honestly think like that's like a it's like a gift because you then you need it. Yeah, you know you need mm-hmm. to do it versus you want to do it. Yeah, and yeah. you're you're not gonna you're not gonna fail. It kind of lights the fire under your ass. So like you know like if you don't have. A, if you don't have a reason to go after the bag, like you're not gonna go after the bag. Like, like you can keep talking about it, you can keep yeah. going towards it, but like, you know, you don't need it. So yeah. you're, you, you know, become versus, complacent. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel my like I feel like even with me, like my discipline is so bad. Yeah. And then I I see people with like you know two kids. I see people with three kids, and then they tell me their regime and uh, you know what they do, and then I'm like, you you're soft as like to, I'm, I'm saying that to myself yeah oh, shit. oh I'm, shit. I'm saying that yeah. to myself yeah because I, I i use excuses for like you know for everything and i'm like you gotta cut the, cut out the excuses mm. and you just gotta keep you put your head down and keep going and you gotta have that strict discipline and yo, you can do it because of like yo the audience already heard your story like you, everything you've gone through and stuff you i tell myself it. that I know I can do it. Yeah, you've done I've way more tougher it, things, man. right? Like yeah. you know, like you know, I've got my 
um, I, a funny story in Nigeria. I think it was like me and the other guy. I think he, it was his battle. Like he had like some something. <laughs> well, are you gonna tell us you were like wrestling a lion or something? So no. So he had it out with like six, six or seven guys. Mm. Yeah. And like he wanted me. Like so, like we went together. And then like yo, like it was like these guys. I'm not even lying, but yeah. one of How the guys. How old are you? Uh, grade five. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah. Grade five. Grade yeah. like you know grade five. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's grade five. This, like, yo, there was actually, like, two guys climbed up a tree, and they fucking threw a huge-ass rock and broke my face. Yeah. No way. Yeah, like, like I had, like, a huge-ass cut and what, like, I don't know which uh, eye, but, like, right by my eye. I look back, the guy that, the guy that I went with, Dip, yeah. he's gone. Yeah. It's like, I remember, like, so many things like that, just one story, but, like, you know, I've gone through a lot of things. Like, you, know, you know who else had a, a rough childhood? Hmm. Elon Musk. He got he got bullied at like I think he said six years old on the no street way. like kids beat him up in South Africa. No yeah, I, yo, yeah, I got beat up yeah. like here in Canada, yeah. like you know, in, in um, grade seven, grade eight. Yeah, oh, shit. but that, that's the kind of shit that shapes you. You know what I mean? Like you, you kind of remember that shit, right? Yeah, I do remember like trying to, you know, wrestle like, and there was like three guys on top of me. Fuck eh? So we got a little, little bit of your background out of the way, so you know, yeah. the audience knows a little bit more about your personality, where you come from. So now let's get a little bit more technical. If somebody's looking to get into the insurance industry in Ontario, mm-hmm. how can somebody start selling insurance in Ontario? In Ontario, you you can either be an OTL, uh, which is other than life. Mm-hmm. So you would work directly for one insurance company. So that company would sponsor you. Mm-hmm. Or you can become a broker, and that's uh, through Rebo. Mm-hmm. And you can do a course, and you can get licensed. And what is what, is there a big cost difference between doing both? Um, so, no. so the first option, the one that he mentioned, the the, the OTL, other than life, uh, if you get hired through like a, another insurance company, like Bel Air, RBC, RBC, exactly, Desjardins, yeah. they will actually pay for. They actually pay you to get your license. Okay. Yeah. So they pay you um, like hourly or whatever to get your license, and then uh, w- what about the. Uh, Rebo, the, the uh, Rebo. You know, I tell my successful candidates like I'll pay for your Rebo if mm-hmm. you get if you pass the exam and you know we're doing business together, we can do that. How much does that cost? I would say the course you can find courses range from two hundred fifty bucks to a thousand dollars. Okay, what's the difference? Uh, like, is it just like more things you can sell? Or? There's like in pl- in in class, mm-hmm. and then there is uh, self study based on your uh, personality. Mm-hmm. Like, if you study better in class. Then go to the in class. I think it costs about thousand two hundred, thousand five hundred, thousand bucks maybe. And the Rebo is this for like, you you get certified for all the insurances or like life. So auto, this is for everything? being an insurance broker. Okay. Mm. So if you want to be an insurance broker, you have to have the Rebo. Okay. So so what's the difference between being an insurance agent versus being an insurance broker? Working for one company and now working with uh, multiple different companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being that middle person that takes you. Uh, and joins you with the right company. Mm, okay, and then, okay. so if you're a broker, how do you decide if you want to do home and auto, auto, life? As a registered insurance broker, yeah. you can do auto, home, and travel insurance. Automatically. Automatically. Yeah. Automatically. So how, how do you get the... Life is a separate... You have to get Life is LLQP licensing. And that is, uh, that's another course. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how much it cost me, but it's, I would say it's very similar to the Rebo. 
And and how do they like? Is there like a specific website you had to go through to get this license? Or? So um, with the Rebo, I know you can have the exams uh, now. They're done by IBAO. The LQP, you can do the self study, and I think Durham College does the. That's where I wrote my exam. Mm-hmm. So like, so for somebody who's looking to get into the insurance industry, like, what do they Google? Like, what what do they search for? Uh, they could just come to me, and I can tell them exactly <laughs> what they where they need to go. If yeah. you guys are looking into getting insurance whether it's even it doesn't even have to go through the big stovel but uh you know you just reach out to me and i'll be more than happy to answer any questions to any individuals yeah yeah so we're gonna put all this contact info like all the instagram everything's gonna be down uh, below in the bio so uh, you guys can just click that and dm him directly he's yeah. very responsive as well so so what's the what's the difference in like the commission structure and all that from you know certain you know so life I, I actually want to go back a little yeah. bit um the, the difference between the whole insurance uh, agent versus the insurance broker. Yeah. So for a little bit of context, I used to be an insurance agent uh, with, uh, with Bel Air. With, with Bel- okay, I guess we can say the company. Now. Well, right? so, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't have to. You don't have to. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I, I actually be an insurance agent with uh, Bell Direct, and you know, they when you go with like a insurance company like that, like when you're when you're an agent, remind you, you can only sell that product. Versus you being an insurance broker, right? Going to an insurance agent versus an insurance broker is a little bit of a bias because insurance agent, just say you go to an insurance agent who works under RBC, for example, you're only going to get rates from RBC versus you going to an insurance broker. There's so much gray area that comes with home and auto insurance because people feel like, oh, oh, my boy got insurance with uh, Desjardins, so I'm going to get insurance with Desjardins too because Desjardins is the cheapest. But if you go to a broker, the broker, your specific situation, you might have more tickets, you might have more uh, accidents, or you might not have been licensed as, as long, or so many, there's so many factors where you live, certain areas, all these little, little things, by going to a broker, he can actually pull up, uh, using your using your specific information, he can actually pull up who has the best rates for your specific situation. So that's why I always recommend everybody to go, even my clients from real estate, I always tell them instead of going to their bank or going to their current insurance provider, I tell them to talk to a broker. So that way the broker can find their best possible option. So that's kind of the benefit of going with a broker versus going with an agent. Yeah. Like I had a few clients that call me for that too, right? Mm -hmm. So... Oh, I appreciate that. I want to add on to that. Prior to uh, working with Ingi, my only experience with the insurance agent was with uh, Bella Direct uh, <laughs> with my, my car insurance. And then me and Ingi had already met. It was like a complete like... Uh, it, it just called? happened, right? It just it was, we met like had nothing to do with insurance. We were talking about basketball and yeah. all that, and then uh, I needed to get insur- car insurance. I just say it was a difficult circumstance, yeah. and, <laughs> and 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 you know, heaven were, heaven's like, oh, yo, talk to Ingi, right? Yeah. And and like it's my first time working with insurance broker. I had no idea. Like I wasn't thinking, what's a broker? Yeah. I don't know what a broker is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like most people have no idea, right? They yeah, just exactly. know insurance, yeah. exactly. right? They think that. You know, an insurance agent is all there is out there. Yeah, they don't exactly. know that there's yeah, a brokers, exactly. yeah, right? Yeah. The common, like yeah. the consumer doesn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and you know, like the fact that he can, you know, go, he has all these different rates and all that is, is just like, it's just way better, but mm-hmm. you don't know that, right? Yeah, as, no, as a 100%. consumer. Yeah, like I think more than the rates, I think insurance advice, uh, like a broker would give you more uh, of a... Yeah, they what's the difference in education? Yeah. So I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. So main majority of the people that are working, and this is, and I know a few people are going to get offended by this, yeah. but a lot of people that are in the RBC, the Bel Air, uh, those uh, yeah. channels, mm. they're all new 
newly trained, newly yeah. hired yeah, yeah, you, insurance. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't have a lot of people that are working like past three years, mm. right? So their 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 experience is going to be very limited. Yeah, and it's it's you know they do auto and home, and they do the changes that come along with it. That's it. And, and mind you, it's only specific to that specific company. So the exactly. company policies, changes, and stuff. It's only going to be within. Not they're not going to know information about the whole insurance industry. Yeah. they're only going to know about the changes that's happening within their company. Yeah, with the with a broker, I think you know I I, I also specialize in commercial um, insurance. So I do commercial insurance. I do auto insurance. I work with approximately about fifteen companies for uh, auto, home, um, and it it's. You know, I don't know if that number is wrong, but, you know, it's it's a lot of like rules, a lot of uh, appetites. So when I say appetite, a certain company would want this type of driver. The other company might not want that driver. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you're dealing with an insurance broker, most of the time, if they can make it past like the, you know, probably like two, three years there, they know a lot of situations and things that would come up. Just based and, off like experience, specific client things that happen you know like all the issues that you have with clients that, those are all like learning experiences that make you unique to anybody else you know like going in five years i think i'm learning every, even now i still learn about new yeah. things that happen with yeah. clients yeah. so how do you expect to learn like you know within like one or two years any call center they tell them like one thing and then it's totally wrong they don't have the coverages that you know need to be on the policy and when they call in for a claim they, they can get denied and I'm not mm -hmm. saying this is not happening with insurance brokers because I've seen insurance brokers take off crucial coverages to cut costs. So, so how did you get this knowledge? And or like, I guess, did you have like passion for kind of better serving, or is it like it's not because it's not standard? I guess, right? For like, me, it was just all about doing the right thing. If yeah. I'm not gonna be cheapest because I'm putting the right coverages, and you want to go to a different brokerage and get like a better pricing with the same company, but have uh you know coverage is taken off or you want to reduce like you know add on discounts that are not like eligible um go for it yeah that's literally what he told me when we were work when i was working with them yeah I, I think you should give a little bit more clarity yeah. on like what that means yeah yeah like what like what do you mean by that like like what what why is it so important to have these specific coverages so uh so think about it this way right you have like uh, a car uh and you say that you have winter tires on hmm Right. Winter mm. tires is like a one to three percent discount with mm. most companies. Mm. It's very little. Right. And some people don't even ask you that you have winter tires. They just put it on. Put it on. They just tack it on. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what happens? So you get into an accident in the winter months. The insurance adjuster comes and looks at your tires. They can tell whether it's winter tires, or, yeah, yeah. or all season yeah. or summer tires. Yeah. So do you want to claim denied because you don't have winter tires to save 1% mm -hmm. or 3% on your insurance premium? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's like that's like one of many things, yeah. Or yeah. Um, there is like o OPCF 20 is like a transportation replacement. So mm -hmm. if you get into an at-fault accident and you want to, uh, like how are you going to go to work if your car is at the body shop? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? So yeah. if you don't have that on and the insurance broker is, literally taking this up like when i'm saying i'm getting beat by other brokers i'm getting beat by brokers for like 20 30 dollars mm -hmm. a month that's mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. and how some of the brokers are doing it by just taking off some coverages mm -hmm. and the insurance person uh, the regular consumer does not know no they're yeah. trusting you mm -hmm. so what would you want to do a half-assed job mm -hmm. 
Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you want repeat customers. You want you want your customers to refer you. But if your customer had a shitty experience with you, or they, if they're about to have a shitty experience with you, that, that's your reputation just going down the drain. Yeah, but if it's if it's a client that knows very much that you know those coverages are being taken off, I'm perfectly fine with that because I don't want that person. Yeah, it's because you know, like I want them to be at my brokerage. I want them to find value at my brokerage. I want them to trust that my brokerage can serve their insurance needs Mm -hmm. that's what i noticed with working with you like it was more like education and information than anything else you know what i mean like i I learned a lot like i didn't know obviously dealing with the one uh bella direct agent that i spoke with in my entire life like i didn't i didn't really learn anything you know what i mean it's gonna be a different time a different person every single time you call that call yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. like yo we're not even knocking bella direct right now like that's that specific agent you're talking to is probably yeah. a dumbass. Yeah. Versus like the next guy you call might be like the best guy that Bell Direct has, and then yeah. you know, he'll tell you everything, right? Yeah. yeah. So it, it's not about knocking. It's like that with any, every every over like the anything. phone. It's like company, anything. Right? Any phone company, like you know, even like if you go to Rogers, there could be someone that you know doesn't want to work that day yeah. that is working. It, right? it seems yeah. like most people at Rogers don't want to work that yeah, day, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like <laughs> ma- ma- mainly it's. It's about like, you know, you're not in front of the client and you don't re- really know that client. Like some of my clients, I know. Mm. I don't want them to be in a sticky situation because if their house is flooded and they don't have water coverage, guess what? They're going to pay that fifty, seventy-five thousand oh my god, out of their pocket. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and the thing with the, the, thing with the uh, people say car insurance is expensive, home insurance is expensive. It is. Compared to like a lot of other places, Ontario is pretty expensive. But you got to also take in, if you don't have the insurance, it's way more expensive. It's way more right? expensive. Yeah. Like, because people don't think about it. Like, for example, let's go back to car car insurance. Like, for, for example, if, if you crash your car, you're not just fixing your car. You got to fix your car. You got to fix the other person's car. Right. And then on top of that, if the other people are injured, you got to fix that. So you, you, uh, you get sued you, now. You, yeah. Now you're getting sued. Right. And most people like they don't even know the most basic insurance coverage. It comes with one million dollars third party liability. No, you can have like I think the legal uh, legal um, liability limit is about two hundred thousand in Ontario. Did they reduce it or is, has it always it's been? It's always been that like, oh, shit, it's eh? just that one million is probably like the basic. Yeah. Co- companies start off, you know, they don't really want to sell 200,000 uh, 200, as a liability. OK. Right? okay. I, I don't know if that number has changed, but, you know, my practice, I, I don't think any of my clients have two million uh, less than. Two million. Oh, you, you just make unless standard it's a high risk. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. you know, like think about a just a small claim. Now it's gonna go over a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and if yeah. you're driving that uh, nice BMW or you know Mercedes or whatever the case is, that person, even if you're not, you know, they can sue you even if you're not at fault mm-hmm. and try to make some money. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you if you're in a nice BMW, a nice car, they're just gonna be like, okay, let's just try to sue this guy for even more. Mm-hmm. 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 Can you t- can you talk about like the commission structures and stuff for anybody who doesn't know like how like how much you can Well, before make? you ask that question. Yeah. So, I want to actually rewind it way back. What is insurance? Insurance is basically a bunch of people contributing into a pool and losses get paid out of that pool. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's why you're uh, let's say That's just instance, a great question. Uh, mm-hmm. That's like when uh, when heaven's like Dude, like I have a perfect solid record. I didn't have a claim in the last five years. Uh, you know, you know me. I drove perfectly fine. Why did my insurance go up by three hundred dollars? Because someone else made a claim, mm-hmm. and most of the claims that are now in Ontario, like some of them are most, like you know, I think about two billion dollars or more, like all fraudulent claims. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. So when that pool gets depleted, because it's an average, mm. the the actuaries have to come up with a number for you and for you and for me. I don't get any special discounts because I'm an insurance broker. Yeah. Mm. Now we get paid. We have to pay more insurance. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it has to go into that pool. Yeah. Mm. Right. Because think about it this way. Right. You have, let's say, an average two thousand five hundred dollar premium. That's how much you're paying for your uh, like auto insurance. You go and strike a, uh, a bike uh, like or a pedestrian. Right. And they sue you for a million dollars. You pay two thousand five hundred dollars. The insurance company just paid out like a, a million, million dollars on your behalf. Off, on your yeah. behalf, yeah. And even if you pay two thousand five hundred dollars for your entire lifetime, you'll never make a million. They'll never equal a million dollars. So how are they collecting that? Mm -hmm. How how can they collect that? Yeah, it's not the government. We can't wait. Just wait, print wait more money. Well, hold on. Two thousand five hundred for your entire life. It doesn't get to a million. Yeah. You, how many years are you doing? Forty years. Twenty five hundred. Even if I do a hundred years, that's only two hundred fifty k. Yeah. And 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 you can have really? multiple. Yeah, twenty five hundred times one hundred is twenty. Yeah, twenty five hundred times. Uh, don't even do hundred because you're not driving for hundred years. So you I can know. only drive for thirty. Holy years. shit! Yeah. Okay, let's say. Okay, let's say you're driving for thirty years. Yeah, that'll that'll only be. Well, fuck! I'm doing it wrong. Now. <laughs> no, no, hundred is yeah. Hundred gets you thousand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And take hundred years. And you're you're not only gonna get paid out a million yeah. once. You can get paid out a million every single year for the rest of your life because you're a shitty driver. And yep. you still won't ever pay a million dollars in insurance, you know? Like there, there comes a time where if you're a shitty driver, you can't get insurance after like maybe probably after two years. Your their insurance company's gonna be like, "Hey, man, yeah, listen, yeah. yeah, man, it's 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 that's what insurance is." Yeah, um, yeah. But you know what the thing is? You know how you mentioned about you know people will just you know complain about paying so much. Mm. Think about car insurance. You pay car insurance and you don't have a claim for like three, four years, maybe ten years, twenty years, right? You're paying. Two thousand. An average policy is probably about two thousand dollars now. Mm. But they won't do that to build wealth in a cash, uh, like in a in a whole life participating mm -hmm. whole life policy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's more for like just yeah, like, yeah, whole, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Now you now you have my attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they no one would. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The minute that you know why like, not why not because life insurance is it's 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 a sensitive topic. No one wants to think about life insurance as a. Wealth creator. In, like an infinite banking system, right? Yes. Right? Uh, they don't know that. Or the people that... It seems like... A, it sounds like a scam. It sounds too good to be true. Sounds too good to be true. Sounds too good to be true. Mm. And it's been going on for generations and generations and generations. Yeah. Right? That's where I think a lot of people should pay attention to. And why do you think I'm going to be taking that wealth planning and, uh, you know, estate planning uh, course? Yeah. Because that's, 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 like, that's like one thing because it's like... The one guarantee, there's two, there's two guaranteed things in life, you know? One is uh, death and taxes. Uh, death and, and the other one is taxes, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, bro, like, you got to plan out your, de your death. You got to estate plan. You got to do all that stuff, too. I think a lot of people want to minimize their how much tax they pay, mm. right? And and one of the ways is through life insurance. And, you know, we'll go into... You know, the first family to, to I think it's the first family, the first family to uh, adapt this. Adopt this. Uh, I think it was the Rockefellers. No mm. way. No way. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know in, uh, too sense. much. And the Vanderbilts. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So it, if you look at the elites, yeah. right? And if you're looking at elites and you're looking at like super wealthy, you won't you won't find this on TikTok, by the way. And they yeah. they will have, find this information there. They yeah. they, they <laughs> will have they will have multiple, yeah. multiple multiple life insurance policies. Mm. They'll have one for their corporation too. Yeah. When you have like like you know life insurance for your corporation, 
that's where like you can actually start like really really you can even take money and invest back into your company and you can try to make your company more successful so how does life insurance work you just pay a premium uh depending on like what product you choose so there's the term life insurance policy very basic let's say rental car like yeah. enterprise you have that nice durango you know for that one week you have that nice durango and you can go to anywhere you want during only for that week so you could choose like a specific term uh term 10 term 20 term 6 like up to age 65 term 30 so you have let's say you buy like a million dollars for that specific time and if you if something happens to you and you pass away your beneficiary gets that money now tax free i think everyone should have a term policy mm-hmm. i think how, like, how much is a term policy on average i know it's going to be different for every person but like on average if you're if you're age 30 and you're a non-smoker and you're a male and you want million dollars of life insurance coverage i think it's around like 50 to 60 bucks or even like 45 that like per term month? Insur- yeah term insurance super cheap what the fuck and in this covers like funeral costs You get a million dollars, so your beneficiary can go to Vegas and blow that money, or they can buy like three rental units. After you die, after you die. So this is this fifty dollars a month or fifty dollars a month? A month, bro. That's crazy. That's nothing. That's fucking nothing. So and, like, and what else can and, be any done? Any gambler with that, would buy. Yeah. Any gambler would buy that. Yeah. You know yeah, why? Yeah, Because yeah. like they get it. Yeah. Because fifty dollars, and if someone passes away you within five years. Like you know, I I had some I had I saw an Instagram uh, a guy was saying, hey, I want my kid to make it out of the hood. So like I bought a life insurance policy. If some something hap- happens to me, my my kid's a millionaire now. What do you think of that? Like, it's sensitive, really sensitive because you don't want to pass away for your kids to be rich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But shit happens every day. Yeah. The other thing that I was gonna say is lifestyle. You don't want your lifestyle to change. Hmm. Even you guys, you don't want your lifestyle to change. That's what what can happen when you lose a significant other mm. or a person that you're depending on. Mm-hmm. When your significant other passes away, you don't ha- have their income. So what what happens when someone passes away? Yeah, mm. you may you might have to downsize. Yeah, you might go from living in a house to a like a condo, mm. or you might have to go into renting a home. Yeah, because you now you need to f- scavenge different different ways of to pay for the funeral. Funerals are fucking expensive. What is it, like? 10, Funerals are expensive, but now your lifestyle has changed because the income that you get from your spouse is half, not. It's cut in half. Mm. Right? You don't have that additional income coming in if your significant other was working. Now emotional support's gone, and now your financial support's gone. Mm. Right? Now your whole family can like break down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your everything can go wrong. And not everybody's like the kind of person. You know, if they were to go into a loss, not everybody's going to be in the mindset to go even harder and you know make that income back. You 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 can't recover from losing your spouse. I don't think like anyone can really like come out of that because that's like a trauma, right? Mm. And uh, you know that's what you want to try to minimize it. Like I'm not, I would never say whether it's a te- like one million or ten million or twenty million. It's never going to replace that person. So emotionally, you're going to always try to recover from that, mm. but. Make it a little easier if something were to happen. You have the right plans in place because let's say your kids are involved, right? You don't want your kids to be affected so badly by something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, one million is not even enough, I don't think. These days, no. No, it's not. No. So, uh, can you, uh, I don't know if you did it already, but can you explain the difference between term life and whole life? So, the whole life policy is basically you're going to be paying, either you want to pay it off in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, or you want to pay it for the whole life, Yeah. Uh, which is up to age 100. And, you know, it's a fixed uh, payment schedule, right? So, if you're looking at buying a million dollars of coverage for yourself, and you're in your 30s, you're probably looking at north of $1,000. Mm. Okay, but if you start when you're younger, it's way cheaper. Of course. That's why a lot of people buy insurance on their kids. Now, it's not because you want, as a parent, to make money off the kid when if the kid Explain, yeah. Away. Explain what the youth, why yeah, they're doing what's, that. What's why the, they're doing yeah, that. What's the purpose behind So, there's cash values that grow inside a policy, mm. in a whole life policy. There's two types. There's also a whole life, just a standalone product. There's a whole life participating policy. Mm. There's a universal life policy. The whole life policy, uh, the participating or whether the whole life just regular product, there's cash values growing in there, mm. right? How is uh, it growing? Is it, is it being invested? It's being invested in the stock markets by the insurance company. They have okay. a very good mm-hmm. wealth management group that is probably managing that mm-hmm. and they have very good returns mm-hmm. uh, or they won't be able to function as companies, right? Yeah. And most of the companies that are established in Canada are very good companies and you know they have a good track record of paying out uh, you know claims yeah so the minute that your son or daughter is born you know you start a policy and when they grow up they have all this cash value right now you, people often get this mistake right like you know you know I'm gonna take a policy loan why do I have to take a loan from something that I own mm. right you're not taking a policy loan you're taking a policy loan against your cash values not out of your cash values because when you take it out, like you can take it out from like a, a, you know a bank like TD or you know RBC or someone would actually give you a loan, as based on the collateral of the cash value that you have in your whole life policy, mm-hmm. and and how much who are you paying the interest in that scenario? You're paying the interest to the bank. Okay. While your policy is still growing and the death benefits growing and your mm. cash value is growing, mm. right? You haven't mm. touched that. You still own the policy. You still own the policy and the. The cash value is still going up every year. It's kind of like getting a, a, a home equity line of credit out of your house. You still own the house, but you're pulling money out of the house to exactly. use for another use. But, but, but you're paying the bank, though. You're not paying yourself. What do you mean? Who are you paying interest to when you get a HELOC? You're paying the bank. You're not yeah. paying your, your own, your, yourself so and in your this future case, generations. So with life insurance, when I pull out money out of the policy, yeah. the interest payments that are getting paid on the life insurance... Sorry, the, inter- the interest payments on that loan is getting paid back to me? So... A specific life. It's not paid back directly, but because your policy is still growing, it's like you're still making that. Because you you don't want to take it out. Uh, like a lot of people look at that specific, um, when you withdraw money, uh, it, it's for a specific purpose. Like, you know, you want to buy like a home or some people use it as their retirement fund. Yeah. Mm. Right. So when you do it, you're actually pulling it out tax free most of the time. Mm. Right. So these are things that I'm going to be talking about on the next episode. Yeah. Part two. Uh, part the series, two yeah. of the series. Uh, and you will have like more debt into everything that I'm talking about. Mm. But for the average consumer, we're talking about term life insurance policy and whole life. I think the average consumer should have a little bit of both because, yeah. you know, you, if you have a mortgage uh, for 20 years, you need you want to have like a term 20. Um, and you want to cover for the mortgage. And I think most of the mortgages are like over 700000 now. 
mm. right? You're, yeah. you're a realtor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're a realtor, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so you know that, right? Yeah, so basically, yeah. if you look at it this way, um, if your significant other is making 50,000 or 60,000 a year, or let's say 100,000 a year, you want your you want to multiply that either by five or 10 years mm. because that income is out the window forever. But to uh, to be at least OK, if you have kids, you know, at least for that 10 years or whatever the case is, you have that fund. Now, if, if you have a good wealth management system, you can now maybe invest in housing or like, you know, like real estate and or you can, you know, do buy like the Vanguard ETFs. And, you know, you can have a solid foundation, right? It's never going to bring that person back, but... And you're talking about term life right now? Term life. Okay. A term life or whole life. Yeah. You know that you want to be adequately insured. Yes. Like mm-hmm. if you... if and Everybody wants to go and buy a whole life policy for $2 million. Uh, you know, they're not going to be able to afford like two grand a month. Yeah. Really yeah. But like, yeah, like uh, to everybody like right now, uh, before, if you, if you remove like whole life, but... You just think of uh, insurance as a, it's a liability. It's liability. It's for a liability, right? Yeah. So it's not. No one. You're not. You're not. The the average person is not taught that it's it's a wealth creator. Yeah, because right? you, you you the average consumer is gonna get overwhelmed by that yes. two thousand dollar price, mm. right? So what what are they gonna do? They're not gonna buy life insurance. Yeah. Right. But you know that there's a product which is a term uh, twenty or a term ten, whatever, to buy life insurance. And you know why it's important to buy term life insurance? Because when you buy that term life insurance, you're insuring your health. Because your health can change at any time. Yeah. So people think that you can just go and buy life insurance. If you have a bad health, if you have, I'm sorry, if you have bad health, or if your family has a bad health record, they probably will not be able to buy the life insurance that they want. Yeah. So when you buy a term life insurance policy, even if you buy it for like a 20 year term, now that po- that person can convert that term life insurance. Always, mo- most companies will allow you to turn it, turn it into a whole life policy. Really? I did not know and that. And you don't have to uh, medically insure or do the medical insurability at that time. I did not know that. So mm-hmm. is, there, is there like a higher cost because they're not doing the medical assessment on you? Or? No, 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 it's not a higher cost, but what will happen is you, you don't want, gets... your premium will be much higher because now you're, per, you're doing a whole life policy. And let's say for instance, you were 30 when you bought that term life insurance and you were at 35, your whole life policy, that particular amount that you're insuring yourself for is going to be based on that age 35 correct mm. so not at, at that age 30 but you're not showing uh, medical insurance or me- medical evidence for that policy sorry did you did you explain why the the premium is higher for the whole life versus the term it's basically you're going to be o- owning that policy for the entire uh like you're going to own it after a particular time okay versus the term term after it is going to it's going to expire after 10 years so you know, it was what just about a, the, like the cash values and stuff? There's like, no cash it? values in uh, any of the term policies that no, I know of. Okay, and then the the whole life will have cash values starting okay. from day one. Okay, and what is and, and the cash value grow? Does it grow? That, is it, growing? It, it grows over time. Okay, uh, it's not gonna grow right away. Yeah, um, not like uh, real estate. It's like investing in an index fund, for example. Yeah, but compounding is very powerful. Yeah, mm. right. So that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, so like for a term life, so it's just there's no cash value, but there's just a death benefit. Is that is that correct? That's correct. And then the whole life is there's 
there's a death benefit and a cash, a cash value. value. That's why it's more expensive. It's more expensive. A lot of people find a lot of value. You like if you think about it, would you want a Gucci bag that you're going to own for one I'll year? never want a Gucci bag. Yeah, so but like <laughs> it, it, let's say for instance, yeah. you want to whatever that you're interested yeah. in, right? Yeah. Do you want to own it for one year? Like let's say you want a PSA 10 uh LeBron James Tops Chrome yeah. uh for one year or do would you want it for to own it <laughs> so that you know that that value is gonna grow up? Every year it's gonna grow. Yeah. LeBron's making of course. to the, the yeah. Hall of Fame. So the other one yeah. is kinda of almost like a lease or is like you own it, it for the year? It's 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 almost it's it's very much like a lease. Because mm-hmm. the, after that term is done, you're giving that Ferrari back. And that's mm. and that's and that's the common that's the common that's what you think of as a life insurance policy right now. That's what you're thinking of when you yeah. think of life insurance policy. That's what that the, what because you're nobody There's wants no to ownership. Die. There's no ownership in the life insurance policy versus mm. when I switch to whole, whole life, life insurance. Yeah, yeah. but mm. it, there is ownership but for it, that du- yeah. that that for that duration, time. duration yeah, yeah, yeah. of the time. So so, so there's essentially there still is a cash value. If you die within those ten years, right? Yeah, exactly. It was a death benefit. It's is not it, it, you it, can't it, you can't exchange it for any sort of cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, you can't you can't pull out money out of it like a whole life insurance policy. Yeah, correct. correct. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. But you, you know, like it's not out there. You know what I mean? Like it, you only like before I you know stumbled upon like this concept, I mm-hmm. only knew you know term life, and I just knew okay, you buy insurance and you pay monthly and then when you die this is what your loved ones are left with right mm-hmm. that's all i didn't know anything else existed. yeah that's all you know that's what I mean? all i knew yeah, yeah so like it's i think everyone should have a term life insurance policy yeah at least yeah. at least the very Cause, minimum because we're, we're taught yeah it, we're, we're talking about you now going to yep. pump gas yeah. at a gas station you're gonna be like i don't see anyone pumping gas for like 20 bucks anymore <laughs> but you know you're gonna go over 50 bucks Okay. How much is the how much is the uh, the term life insurance approximately again? You can get it. At, it it'll be very scary. You can. It's like low as fifteen dollars. Oh uh, shit. And uh, yeah, you, some people will go to Starbucks, buy a banana cake, right? <laughs> and, and and a venti latte for like thirty bucks, right? <laughs> uh, like it'll come up to like it should come up to like seventeen bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I know I've done that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And right. yeah, but if you really but they wouldn't, it. but they wouldn't buy life insurance. You know why? Hmm. Because nobody wants to die, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, because you don't die, right? No people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Like, you know. So, 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 okay, so just, to do, just for some math for anybody who's listening right now. So, fifteen dollars. Just, just say, okay, let's just, let's just be generous. Let's, let's say it's a thirty dollar policy. Okay, thirty dollars a month, uh, for ten years. 10 years, 20 years. Okay, okay. Let's just say, okay, $30 a month for 20 years. Let's make it 20 years. And and what is the valuation of that uh, uh, that policy? It could like, range anywhere from 300000 to a million dollars. Okay. Okay, what's the average? Like a like million dollars? No, like I've sold policies that are 300000 So let's say 300000 300000 Okay, so how much would the monthly be for like a 300000 for example? Like 15 bucks. 15 bucks. Okay, 15 bucks times 12. That's $180 a year. Times, you said twenty years. Yeah, twenty years. Times twenty years. That's three thousand six hundred dollars for three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. You'll never pay the three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you'll never. Yeah. So that's the benefit of having insurance. But and and I I heard this on like I was I was going I was this, listening to the podcast on infinite banking and you know like going more into it and I heard this like we're we're kind of like I don't know where this comes from but uh, we're kind of taught this. Or this, or this, but there's never this and this and this. You can That's have both. You can have multiple things, but you're just thinking, 
oh, I can only have one. You you don't you don't know you have yeah. the option to have two. Right? 100%. And I think that's why I, I always tell people, yeah, buy the whole life policy. Yes, that's the most logical thing to do. But guess what? In age, uh, yeah, year one, year two, you don't have cash values. So let's say something happens and your policy is 250000 but your mortgage is a million dollars and your kids need, uh, let's say, 20000 each for education and your kids are only three and they need your support for at least 10 to 15 years. Your spouse is now left without your income. How is the 250000 enough for your family? Mm-hmm. Yo, I didn't know that it was as cheap as $15 a month. That's, so that's 15, crazy. Yeah, $15 like, for, even like for a non-smoker. Other- female in like their 20s yeah mm. that that's wow why wouldn't you get one did you yo credit, you know what did, you know did, did that's the same that's the same as a new the rates because i know uh, home insurance the credit <laughs> no score. no 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 it does not yeah uh, home insurance definitely the credit yeah, score yeah, comes we'll in and now commercial we'll and now commercial insurance is also implementing that so you can have co- lower commercial insurance rates if your credit score is a lot better mm-hmm. now for 15 dollars, don't think about it as buying insurance or term life insurance Think about you insuring your health yeah. for $15. Because if your health changes, guess what? You still have that 300000 you can convert to a permanent life insurance mm. policy. Mm. Right? Uh, like this. Does, does the money that you already put into it get transferred into the whole life no. policy or you just lose it? No, no, you don't. You, you, there's nothing that you get in that. It just convert that amount. Without doing the medical. Without me- doing any medical. So that's evidence. the main benefit of switching from term that's to whole. insuring your health. Do you, mm. like, no one knows when their health can change. Mm, okay, okay. So like, yeah, just say you get like a, like, a, like a term life insurance policy and then you get fucking some hectic illness where you can't work anymore. If you were to just if you were to get the illness without having the insurance, they're gonna do the medical, and your rates are probably gonna be higher. Or they're gonna deny you, yeah, or you can't buy it at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus if you already had term in, term uh, the term life insurance, and then and then you get sick, now you could bypass the medical, and you can still get the life insurance, which is fucking the craziest hack ever. My mind is being blown right now. Yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I'm yeah. just doing so many calculations. Where do I sign up? Right. So the see, see the yeah like. <laughs> It, it it makes a lot of sense. It's crazy yeah. when you get educated on it, right? Yeah. Like because you don't, no one educates you on this. Is the thing. This is the thing. Like I, I think, I think, yeah, I, I think it's not that people don't want to buy life insurance. I think people just don't know what the fuck it is. Or the other thing is also yeah. there's stigma too. It's so yeah. it's it's so sour. Yeah. Mm. Right. They've been left with a sour taste. So let's say for instance, right? Like I know, like you know, we were talking about like Tamil people, you know, like trusting uh, an advisor, one, because of the language barrier. So let's Mm -hmm. say they are talking to someone that never explained the policy to them because they didn't understand what was going on. Or they dealt with a shady person that spoke their language, but didn't actually tell them about everything that was going on with the life insurance policy. Yeah, one bad They they just wanted to get their commission check. Yeah. They had commission breath, right? Mm. So basically, (laughs) yeah. So basically everybody that was doing life insurance back in the days, no one was really practicing it like a full-time thing. Okay, Mm. okay. Right? It was more like a part-time. Yeah. And even the people that were doing it full-time were doing a bad job. Mm. Maybe they were didn't have the enough educational resources that were available to them. Mm. So... I have clients that are in their 60s that were sold a term policy when they were, let's say, 30s. Mm. They were sold a term 20. Mm. Okay. So they thought that that policy was a permanent policy. Mm. But after 20 years, that policy expires. Mm. So they come to me, they're like, we don't know. Yeah. Right? 
Oh shit! So they've been paying it their whole life. They're still alive and healthy, and now it's expired. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So now the term twenty is now they're like. Or they've been paying for twenty years. Twenty years now they're That's expired. Like, yeah, you're left now, with nothing. Yeah. Now, now so after the twenty years, you if after twenty years, if there's a little gap of coverage, there's you no. Don't, it doesn't transfer over. So no, now you have to do a medical. Yeah, you, you have to do a medical. So oh. basically, so basically, what it is is that uh, when it, it does renew after the twenty years. But renew. So let's say you were paying thirty bucks a month. Mm. Now you're paying like three hundred dollars a month. Holy fuck! fuck. After especially the when you're older too, because you like some people. Yeah, their income goes up, but some people when they get older, their income actually goes down because they're not working. Anymore. Exactly. Um, and that's the other thing, right? So you know, use term twenty as uh, just as a, a base. Mm. Um, don't always use that as a, like a permanent solution. I would say buy a whole life policy as a permanent solution because yeah. these guys that are coming to me now that are in their late 60s or you know or like late 50s now they have to buy a really expensive term policy because if they wanted to buy a whole life policy you can imagine how much it's going to be mm. um, how much how much is it at that age like you're even for a hundred thousand you're looking at about maybe eight hundred dollars $800 That's at 50 years old? At 50, no, no, at old, older, yeah, yeah. older. And after 65, like, yeah. there's limited companies that you can't will offer even, you, you can't buy life it, yeah. insurance. Yeah, yeah. How, how much is uh, the whole life insurance um, if you start off as a baby? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, you could... It ranges, right? Yeah. So it depends on how much you pick, but you know yeah. you can range for anywhere from hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, so it's three. smart to start it from that age. This is what, this is what the wealthy do. Yeah, that's what yeah, the wealthy yeah. do. They buy it on their kid. Yeah. Not it because it just makes the most sense. Yeah. It's not to make money yeah, out of yeah, the kid, yeah. right? Like it's like, to protect the kid. When I speak, okay, we we come from a very rich back, uh, like a culture, like Tamil culture is very rich, right? Mm. So you know, I have uh, people that don't want to buy life insurance on their mom, like, uh, or they won't buy it on their kids. So why? when you say rich culture, what do you, can you explain? For like we come with about? like uh, a very rich heritage, like, like pride, we have a lot like of pride? Lot, lot of pride, lot yeah. of values a lot of respect for our elders a lot of um ego and a lot of uh you know things that we do based on what was taught to us like generations or uh, generations ago yep like so that a lot of people have a hard time grasping the fact of buying life insurance on their kid mm. but you know you like, you're well, not supposed to talk about that you know? you like no 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 it's bad luck yeah, to yeah, do yeah, it on yeah. the oh, why am i betting on my kid to die and shit yeah, yeah. but yeah. you're not betting on yeah. your kid to yeah. die you're just getting them wealthy yeah. you're starting off their cash value super young and now the kid has like x amount of money when they're like age 20 it's an investment it, it, it's an investment yeah cuz the money you're putting into it is still compounding it's compounding and you're after the, the 20 years yeah now, even when they're 65, it's like you have a paid off life insurance policy. I had a paid off life yeah, insurance Yeah, but policy. you know, like your parents yeah. did. Yeah. Why did yeah. they do it? They wanted us to have a better uh, future. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. you know, the thing is like life insurance is such a sensitive topic. No one wants to ever yeah. talk to me. Was that, was, that, was that term? Is that term or was that was life? I, I'm not sure. You have a whole life policy. Mine was a whole life policy. Yeah. yeah. So or I, there would be no cash value. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a whole life policy. Shit. Yeah. But there's a there's an entirely <laughs> entirely different topic that we never talked about. Right. A critical illness. Yeah. Mm. Critical illness is probably the number one thing that anyone should buy before they buy life insurance. Yeah. What's critical illness? Critical illness will cover you for like 25 or plus. Different companies have different critical illness products, so some will cover you for four: the major heart attack, stroke, cancer.
or the other one is 25 illnesses. Mm. Some companies cover 26. Some some com- companies cover more than that. What about like accidents and stuff? Like where like, you know. That'll be a disability policy. That'll be a disability policy. That'll okay, be a disability okay. policy. Yeah. Okay. So critical illness, like because, you know, nowadays a lot of people do get sick and they're coming up with new things every day on when people do get sick. The critical illness policy is neat because you can buy a, a permanent crit- critical illness policy and you can get everything that you put into it. So let's say you put in 20,000 into it and let's say 20 years, you're like, nah, man, like, you know, I'm never going to get sick. I'm okay. Mm. Get that $20,000 back. Is it with the return or with no it? return? Okay. So it's just like a savings account. It's a saving. Yeah. You can think about a saving account because you're not going to grow much in a Canadian <laughs> saving account, right? Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. No one wants to hear that. But, but except know. the purpose of this is for what? To protect you. Protect your income. What do you? What do you? What do you get paid out if, if say you were to get? So you can select fifty thousand, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million dollars, whatever you want, uh, to cover yourself, right? And the main reason why I say that critical is very important is because it's a living benefit. So mm-hmm. yeah, what we would talk about life insurance. You pass away. If you're a selfish person, you don't care about what your family's dealt with, right? Living be- living benefits helps the spouse out. So let's say, for instance, like a uh, like a dad gets sick, right? Now, the dad has to focus on getting or recovering from whatever the illness is, right? The spouse has to miss, miss uh, work to help with the recovery, right? Now you have to take care of the kids, take care of the bills. Now, if you don't have that. It's a very stressful time. Mm. How are you going to recover if you're having a stressful time in the house? Yeah, yeah. And these are, reali- of- these are realistic conversations that we need to have because this is real life shit. You know, this- like like some you like your one a family member getting ill or something like you know, you're not you're not ever accounting for these things to happen. It but hundred percent it it has happened to both of you guys. Mm. You guys know of someone in your family, or it has happened to you personally. And it, it's definitely happened mm. because something like this happens to all the families all the time and no one talks about it. Yeah. And the minute that they are introduced to me, it's too late. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's important when you're healthy to buy some critical illness, to buy term life insurance. And if you can and everyone can, it's, it's, it's all a matter of like, you know, being very disciplined. They can buy a whole life policy. You can have all of the policies. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, especially if, if you want to start them off as kids <coughs> at $150 a month around there. Or even if you go with a term policy, $15, $20, $30, whatever. Like, you're going to fucking spend $15, $20, $30 on some other shit. On anyways. some other shit. Yeah. You're, you're financing the latest iPhone 14 Pro Max at yeah. like 60 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guess what? If you have a heart attack, your iPhone's not going to give a fuck about your heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, the yeah. iPhone can give you a, give a fuck about it because it would alert <laughs> alerts the, the SOS. Oh, shit. No now, way. Yeah, no something way. like that. Okay, so buy an iPhone then. Yeah, buy it. Uh, I mean, you got you got to have you have a subscription. You have to have a subscription probably. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. You, you have to pay. It. You're paying Apple every month for that. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. So instead of paying Apple, why don't you just get a fucking... Yeah, <laughs> life insurance policy because like it's gonna it's, it'll notify SOS when you get the heart attack. But after you get the heart attack and you can't is go it back to work, is the iPhone gonna pay for your bills? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Apple's gonna come after that iPhone and take it back. Exactly. If, Apple, you, if you don't own it, Apple's right? gonna drop the new one and they're gonna give you a, a, a software update and then that iPhone's not gonna work anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> Apple's doing some uh, great stuff. We're not sponsored by Apple, right? You're not, you guys are not sponsored by Apple. I don't know. I got to double check. I, I have a Google Pixel, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. got an Android, too. <laughs> yeah, I get, like my second phone is going to be an iPhone for sure, 100%. Yeah, I got to get back into an iPhone. Yeah, yeah uh, everything's neater with an iPhone, apparently. Going back to the whole insurance industry, like obviously it's a commission-based structure. Um, w- w- like, How do you get paid with insurance? So you get paid uh, by the insurance company. Um, make sure you don't pay... Uh, your insurance broker or a per person posing as an insurance broker and be like, hey, I can get you cheaper rates. Give me like $500 because that actually happened. Um, I had I paid someone $500 when I was probably 17, 18 uh, or 19. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that person wasn't a broker. It was just a random guy <laughs> that put me in connection with a broker. So he just got made $500. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So. The way that we get paid is through the insurance companies directly. Um, it's it's and and you get paid a renewal anytime the client uh, renews with you the the following year. Mm. And what is what like? Is there a percentage or? What is yeah. So you you typically? so we, we split a, a percentage with the brokerage, and uh, the other com- like you know it's twelve twelve point five percent for auto and twenty percent for home. Is it twelve point five percent of the annual auto insurance premium? So yeah. just say the premium's three grand. Yeah, twelve point five percent. Yeah, so I don't make that. I I make whatever that's left after what the uh, brokerage takes. Yeah. So the split with the brokerage, similar to what you have at uh, yeah. with the real yeah. estate. So stuff. so what would that split be? Like um, typically, you're looking at uh, a fifty percent split with, with the, the brokerage. brokerage yeah. So on that twelve point five, on the twelve point five, uh, and then the twenty, right? Uh, and then the, so you're making uh, about six point two five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then the other part is uh, depending on you know what kind of I'm talking about the most average fifty percent. Sometimes it's lower mm. if you have a salary. It's uh, you know you might start off at like maybe. 30%, 35%, um, you know, and you can go as high as like 85. Like I know like some brokerages offer like ridiculous 85 new business, but they probably have like one or two markets or two, three markets. Mm. So what about what about life? How does uh, life, work? life is pretty lucrative. Um, I would say that uh, you can make 100% of the annual premium that you would pay. If you sell like a $2,000 policy, you can get a $2,000 policy. So yeah, when like, you buy $2,000 policy, you mean $2,000 a month? $2,000 annual. Uh, so oh, that's, okay. Yeah, so you, you if it's a $2,000 annual policy, depending on the brokerage and the structure that you have, you should be able to earn $2,000. Is, is it with the term policy. insurance, obviously, right? Yeah, um, most of the time. I mean, you can buy like a cheap a whole life policy for like twenty five thousand dollars, right? Like mm. you can go as twenty five thousand dollars for the for the year. No, twenty five thousand is the death benefit. The death benefit. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 And then you would make the twenty five thousand on that, or you would make the annual. On so that? the annual on that would let's say twenty five thousand dollar policy is like let's say it's an eighty dollar a month. Mm. Then you times that by twelve, and that's the annual uh, cost. And then you. But he's using a small number. <coughs> you know, if you get it to a bigger number. Like then. if you sell a two million dollar policy, you can you know like a two million dollar annual premium policy. You'll make two million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know somebody who's done that. Yeah, I I don't know personally someone that's done that. I know that people that have done that. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people have done that. Mm. Like, you know, Value Entertainment, Patrick. Mc- value Entertainment. Value Entertainment. Yeah. 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 He's he he's background. He, his background is in life insurance. insurance. Yeah. Mm. He's probably made a ton of money in that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I honestly didn't know. Like, there there's no percentage. It's just you keep the whole thing for life. Um, it's not a percentage, right? No. It's 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 more so uh, you do split something with the brokerage. Okay, the for brokerage. Sure. Okay, but uh, they have overrides. 
and uh, overrides is what uh, sometimes you're paid a little bit more than the annual. Oh, okay, okay. So the that's what sometimes the brokerage use take a percentage of that. And then in terms of uh, residual, there's actually an opportunity to make residual in insurance as well, right? So when people in auto and home and commercial insurance, yeah. yes. In life, it's not that much. It's okay. like typically your renewal is like very low. Yeah. So like in like auto and home insurance, for example, like what would the percentage be like for renewal? The same thing. Uh, oh, oh shit! So the same thing that you did. So new business and renewal is the same thing. Say it, it depends on the brokerage. So sometimes brokerages um, have it uh, less. Mm. So or they might have it the same. Mm-hmm. For high uh, producing, uh, like an, a high producing broker, they probably have like same. Mm. So if you if you get into the insurance business. Um, Every single year, as your book gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, you're getting serious residual. Exactly, that's fucking crazy. It's it's very it's it's kind of hard too, but yeah. it's it's also easy. But mm. you know, the easy things are the easiest things not to do. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it requires a lot of discipline in the yeah, insurance industry. Of course. Yeah. Well, what's the cost of having your own brokerage? Like, is it is it um, expensive or having my own brokerage office? You know, the expenses. You know, having the lease. Typical uh, business owner, small business owner, and I've been only in the industry uh, as a, a, a business owner for one year. Mm-hmm. So you know the cost is pretty high, I would say. Yeah. And uh, you know you have to now do your marketing. You have to do all your campaigns. Uh, how, how do you like? Uh, how like? Uh, how do you go about you know finding your leads and stuff like that? So like, it's it, it's it's mostly word of mouth. Yeah. And, and now networking with uh, circles of influences. Yeah. And uh, you know you want to talk to everybody that you see. You want to try to you know not at like parties or anything like that. But you know when you see someone at like you, you know you know someone you you know they're gonna follow you on Instagram. They're yeah. gonna know what you do. Yeah, I think you get a lot of your leads from Instagram. No, um, I do get. No, I wouldn't say all my leads from Instagram, but, you know, I'm a good talker, man. Like, I just talk to people. Um, mm. I just talk to people. You don't even talk to them about insurance. You just talk about, like, other shit, and they're like, oh, what do you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. And I'm generally trying to have a conversation. Yeah. My, my, yeah. My, my wife would be like, yo, like, Ingi, you could, like, talk to the dog, like, down the street, like, and have a conversation, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? And you could tell it's genuine. Like, when yeah, we first yeah. started, like, you know it's genuine. It's not exactly. like this guy has some sort of agenda exactly. or anything, you know? Yeah, like, like, not once has he been like, yeah. oh, so, yo, who you, uh, who you, who you with, with, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it, you know, the thing is, it's, like, a salesperson should be like that. Yeah. But, like, I try to, you know, differentiate that, you know, like... If you think that, you know, you f- find value, you're going to come to me automatically. That's my brand. Gary Vee says that all day long. You know? That's my brand. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to go to you and be like, your insurance, when is your expiry? I know people that do that. Mm. Yeah. They'll sit with you on the table and be like, you're in- when is your auto insurance renewing? Do you think, like, I can give you a quote then? It, are you serious? No. Nah. weird. Yeah. People do no, that? 100%. No. I know people like do that. with their like friends and family or something or like randoms just random random people. Dude, they will call down their like phone list yeah. and say, "When is your auto insurance renewing?" I guess I, you could do that, and this is a specific way of doing that. And then, like, and, yeah. and 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 it's expected sometimes of insurance companies, yeah, uh, yeah. like the brokerages, will tell you to go do that. Yeah. yeah. Why though? There, look around. Okay. Nowadays, if you have a household, minimum they have like three cars, mm. right? Minimum, mm. three cars. Mm. Three cars. Think about how many people live in Ontario. Mm. Why do you need to do that? Yeah. Why can't you just? 
provide good service and find the you know you can find leads on instagram you can run uh campaigns yep. ads and you know do it that way you don't need to like hunt everybody that mm -hmm. you speak to i know a lot of successful brokers do it that way and they make a shitload of money and good to, good for them they you know i i personally can't do that I, this is I, why he's on the podcast because you know you align with our values too you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have to provide a certain amount yeah. like certain level of service yeah if i don't provide that level of service then don't come to me if you like my service then you, you'll find value and why you deal with me and a lot of my clients i'm so grateful for them and they they will go they'll follow me anywhere i go mm. whether yeah. it's whether it's insurance whether it's a real estate, whatever it is, they'll follow me wherever mm -hmm. I go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sounds like me with my barber because the service is so good. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. He's at McCown at 16th. And then during the pandemic, he, he went to a different barbershop at uh, Kennedy and Highway 7. And I, went, and I, went, I started going to that barbershop. Mm. The service is good. Yeah. You know, there's value. You're going to go there no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know it's, I mean? it's, it's about building relationships, right? Like yeah. everyone, some people don't care for that. And yeah. some people do. Yeah, right? I'm all about that shit. Like, you mm -hmm. know, people don't just come to me for insurance. But like, uh, they'll call me and be like, listen, I need to buy a computer. And, uh, you know, like, can you guide me on this? I can give them that advice. Or, you know, I'm dealing with like a legal case. Do you have a lawyer that you can hook me up with? Yo, this is literally like, it reminds me of Saad's episode. Mm. Saad, is, Saad was talking about a similar thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Saad's a goat. You know, yeah. the, uh, he's killing it in the out yeah, game. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like I follow that guy's page and that guy's content is amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so yeah, funny. It's, uh, it's up, uh, what was it? Yeah, uh, you guys can click the you link. Click the link up, up, just up link here. Right up there. You can, yeah. Yeah, you can watch the full episode it's, for that. It's funny because uh, like even before I knew who Saad was or what his name was, I know he used to work out a good life. Yeah. And uh, he used to come there. I'm like, yo, this guy's like working out super hard. You know, and then you can tell he's a hooper too, right? Yeah. Like, I play basketball. You play basketball too. Yo, didn't he say? Didn't he say he wanted to he be in the NBA? He, he wanted to be in the NBA, NBA too. He wanted to be in the NBA as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's sick. Like I I saw some clips on uh, his uh, Instagram story, yep. and he's he's hoops. Yeah. You can tell he's a hooper, man. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Even when he was working at uh, Good Life, when he was working out, I'm like, yeah, this guy plays ball for sure. Hundred percent. Mm -hmm. mm. All right, bro. So going back to the uh, brokers, like, what kind of money can you make? owning a brokerage is there like a benefit of owning the brokerage versus, versus working broker, under yeah. brokerage like so you can be a broker that works for a brokerage and still make more than the brokerage it's all about how much business you bring in mm -hmm. right um and if you have a a good uh book and good sales so let's say you have like a higher split with what you make versus what the <laughs> if you're if you're making a load of money you're going to demand more money from the brokerage. Correct. So maybe they're left with like a 10% on the new business and then they might make money on the renewal. Can you explain uh, what went to the decision between putting your own brokerage? Versus I, I, there was no growth at the old brokerage. Yeah. They were just going to be at where they were. They didn't have any innovations coming in to grow. Yeah. Uh, and where I'm at now, they're continuously innovation, innovating mm. every day. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, so, so why did you choose to go with the big insurance group? Like, what what, what stuck out for you versus any other? Initially, brokerage? it was just the marketing, and I have yet to find one person that's been like grumpy at the big. Mm. I think it's like a culture. There, yo, culture is everything. Culture is everything, huge, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. The, the culture there is like, oh my god! Like, anyone that's an insurance broker should work 
for the billiard insurance code. Mm-hmm. Yo, culture yeah. that brings me back to the Raptors, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, you have good culture. Everyone wants to come come there. Yeah, it, it's crazy because uh, Draymond Green just punched Jordan Poole. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about basketball here for a little bit, but uh, yeah. I seen that shared in my uh, WhatsApp group, and I was like. You'll never see that and uh, come out of the Raptors camp. But You'll never it, see it come out. It can definitely happen. It can happen, but it won't come out. It, it won't come out. Um, but you know what I've been hear- like hearing is that uh, Golden State leaked that out on purpose. Mm-hmm. No, the the guy got paid two point six million dollars from TMZ. Oh shit! To, to wow. the photographer. So think about it. You, the intern. You have a video, and, and you shop it because you, maybe you you have some sort of maybe you don't have a term insurance policy or something. You don't have money. <laughs> yeah. You need money. You, it could you're, be an you're, you're in a financial it getting paid maybe yeah yeah so no you're in financial distress or something and you you have this video you know it's going to go viral you shop it to tmz hey what would you pay me for this i have no loyalty to the team yeah uh i don't know 2.6 million well what would it take for, and then he's like okay say less yeah he leaks it and now steph curry and now the pressure on steph curry he has to go make a statement and and the warriors culture is like out <laughs> yeah, in the open yeah 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 so but yeah, let's 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 go yeah, back yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. circle back. Billiard has amazing culture. Uh, you know, the leadership team is uh, amazing. I had a really good relationship with when when I went to speak to them and I was speaking to the VP, and everybody top to bottom was just ready to help. Mm-hmm. It was just easy for me to make the switch. To be honest, mm-hmm. I if anything, I should have joined them like super like so long ago. Because I did have that opportunity to join them back in 2017 mm-hmm. before I joined my brokerage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I should have definitely made the switch then. You like working with the big insurance group. It's like a branch agreement. Yeah. So similar to like, you know, opening up a franchise of like, let's say McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's about like reinventing everything, right? Why reinvent everything? A billiard had, has such an amazing reputation. One marketing one, they have the tools. Um, they're growing at such a fast pace. They how many? To, how many? How big? They're are like they? over fifty now. Over oh, fifty, sure. and then they're going like is it Canadian? Ca- Canadian now. Yeah. It's a national brand. Okay. So, so what are the what are some of the pros <coughs> and cons with owning a brokerage? Like we'll start off with the pros, and we'll go into the cons as well. So pros of owning a brokerage: you can you know hire your, your own team, and you get paid a little bit more than if you were just. I can't say that because some brokerages are paying more. Mm-hmm. Right. But because uh, like I have my own brokerage, I own my book of business. What does that mean? I every single client that I have is my client. Mm-hmm. So now they belong to a the premium. Right. So like the renewal premium that comes in, they belong to that. So the commission, uh, you, you know, I own that. Now, if I want, were to go and sell that book of business, a company, uh, let's say a big company might want to buy that book of business. So that's kind of like my retirement fund. Mm. And, and, and and like how how easy is it for you to sell your book of business to another brokerage? It shouldn't be hard. Uh, there's people always looking to buy. Is is there, is there like services that are out there that help broker out your uh, book of business to other brokerages, or do you have to kind of go and pitch it yourself? How does that work? I don't know that strategy yet because yeah, I'm not even yet. looking to uh, is there right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, again, my question is kind of related. Like, is there like some sort of like a multiple that they put on that? Yeah, they put a multiple on that. Okay. So, so there's I, like a standard, I guess. Yeah, the there's like, I, I don't know what the standard is anymore. Yeah. I guess it, it will depend on uh, the time. And it goes anywhere from times two to times four, times Damn, five. Okay, even, okay, yeah. okay. Mm, I guess okay. It's, it, it might, is, is it similar to like the mortgage? 
having a mortgage thing or I don't know? I don't know the mortgage book of business. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I haven't come across the mortgage book of business. I okay. don't even know uh, how that will work. Okay. Why did you choose to stay in insurance over going into real estate? Because I wanted to help out families. Um, I wanted to provide a service that was unique. And I know that a lot of insurance brokers were not doing the right job, right? And everyone that's dealt with me can tell that, you know, I do a different job versus what they've done. Mm. And your approach was also very different too compared to like at the time, like I know there's more insurance brokers that are on social media and utilizing the platforms. But I remember like when I first came across you, I think you were one of the first guys to actually like openly be like, hey, I'm an insurance guy. Yeah, yeah. It's not attractive yeah. to be an insurance guy. Mm. I, I can tell you that 100%, you know, I get made fun of at parties. I, I have someone that I reach out to just to have lunch. Uh, and I probably said this earlier, but they're like, Hey man, listen, I, I, like, I don't want to ask you then, but like, is this have to do anything with insurance? And I said, what? Like, why would I ask you to come out for lunch just for me to pitch you out for yeah. insurance? Makes no sense. That's what they're used like, to. Like I have like no, I, like I have zero motive to even push insurance. Uh, that's not why I'm setting up this lunch. Yeah. I, I have like friends that are in insurance, but like, listen, man, you should be making those appointments and actually having lunch with these business owners f to sell life insurance. And that's the right way to do it. Uh, yeah. Agree. Like sometimes you do have to make those appointments to sell life insurance. But if I'm reaching out as a friend, it's it's not to sell life insurance mm -hmm. or any insurance products. To be so honest. so basically, like I guess you 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 saw something missing in the market and you you knew that you could fill that kind of that void because you, like the service wasn't as great. That was what you saw that was out there, right? Y yes and I no, know. and it took me a little bit of time to recognize that. Initially, I was just kind of scared of uh, just be becoming a realtor. Yeah, uh, right? <laughs> I, I'm being serious. I like, appreciate the honesty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I was really scared, and then eventually, as uh, time progressed, and I started learning the industry. Nine out of ten people are not insured. They don't own insurance policy. You you both don't own an insurance policy. No, like not not like not like putting you out there, but on the no spot. no. I was literally going to say, I was going to say that. Anyway. Most of the people watching this probably don't have a life insurance yeah. policy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, everyone will need it at some point in time. And when they want to buy it, it's either going to be too expensive or they can't buy it. Mm. Yo, so just this like education is early. so important, bro. But just get it early just <laughs> yeah. so that you can insure yourself against. But like, it's, well, it's more affordable than real estate, right? Yeah. Let's like the barrier honest. of entry is a lot easier. You know, you, most people can, obviously $2,000 a month is on the higher end. But two thousand dollars a month is still that's, cheaper. That's that's for whole life, not for term, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. okay. Even like fifty dollars a month or a hundred dollars a month is still cheaper than you know saving up for a down payment for a house and then making the monthly payments out. Yeah. Yeah. But real it, estate yeah. is an actual physical product. Yeah. You can You can live in it. You can look at it. You can touch it. You can. Feel but why? It. Why can't you have uh, you know real estate and life insurance? Exactly. And 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 you know why can't you have both? With. Uh, Having my Rebo license and LLQP yeah. with the life insurance, I can't have a realtor license. Mm. But with the realtor license, oh, I like can you still, can't, you like legally you can't. Uh, like Rebo won't let us have uh, oh, the, li the yeah the realtor license, um, but you can have the LLQP, so you can sell life insurance and be and, a realtor. And be a realtor. Wow, I should look into that. <laughs> yeah, no, wow. no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hiring, so you can always. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. I'm not. Even, I'm not even saying like I'm hiring so that 
you know, you like I'm trying to make money off someone, right? It's more so I'm hiring because, you know, I can guide you in the right way to kind of do the right things. And, mm. you know, you can learn, right? You're like a fast learner. so you can. What, what would you say, you know, is like the best qualities in uh, someone who would succeed in something like that? Has some sort of sales experience uh, driven. Uh, you don't have to be like uh, someone that, you know, I have to tell you to make those calls. You make those calls because when you make those calls, you write your check. Mm. And, you know, any kind of um, ability to network with people. So you're not scared to talk to other people. Yeah, I think like uh, I think I think, yeah, if you have the sales experience and you understand how like prospecting and lead conversion, all if you can do that, those things successfully, you can make some really good money in the insurance field as well. You know, it's like I think at the end of the day, like all the sales principles, they all fall into the same category. Like you can learn one sales system and it will work for literally any business. Exactly. Right. And, so and it's, it's all about hard work, right? You put in hard work anywhere and then, you know, the universe does the less uh, the rest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think a good place to start, too, is like, you know, obviously learn about the products beforehand, too. Like you can obviously like watch YouTube videos. You know, there's obviously some good nuggets in this podcast as well that you can learn from. But if you really understand the Yo, products, there's so much, not to cut you off, there's yeah. so much insurance information on YouTube, man. Like, yeah, everything exactly. is on yeah, exactly. YouTube. Yeah. Right? Shit, so bro. you can literally like learn from online. And, you know, if you, if you find a passion in it, like, because like even right now when I'm, when I learned about whole life insurance, like, I, didn't even, I didn't even know what it was. But like now that like I see it, like obviously the more you look into things, like this is kind of what happened with me in real estate. Like the, I, I was looking, I started looking into it because I wanted to invest my money. And then as I was looking into to invest my money, I started to grow a passion for real estate. And I'm yep. like, hey, you know what? Now that I have a passion for it, I believe in the product. I can actually sell this product. Correct. Right? Yep. So if you feel that same connection with insurance or yep. like life insurance, home auto insurance, if you feel that connection, you feel like, hey, you know what? I believe in this product. And like naturally, if you believe in a product, you're going to want to, you're going to sell to somebody automatically. Yeah, correct. Right. So if you feel that good fit, I think, I think joining the insurance industry would be a pretty good fit for you. Right. And then yeah. if you're watching this and you even have a tad bit of it, I'd, I'd urge you guys look into it a little bit more, look into it a little bit deeper, even like shoot me a DM and yeah. uh, see if it's a right fit, because I can tell you exactly what you need to hear. Yeah. Uh, that will either turn you on or turn you off because exactly. the, the thing is it's, it's not the most attractive thing, right? Like being an insurance advisor, Every single person kind of looks at you differently yeah. when you say that. It's yeah. just, it doesn't look good. But guess what? Everybody needs insurance. Yeah. You have a car outside, you need insurance. Yeah. Your house needs insurance, right? Mm. Your business needs insurance, right? Mm. You need life insurance, critical illness, disability. You need RESPs. You, with your LQP, you can do RESPs. RSPs, you can do segregated funds, mm -hmm. you can do all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get into that when uh, yeah. part two in the, of the in series. The part two of yeah. this, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like, and, and another thing also is that, you know, he he's saying RSP, RESP, life insurance. He's saying all these things. You know, the average person has no idea what these things are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, you hear it, but you don't you don't really understand what it is, right? So if you hear it and you learn about it and you see the true benefit of it and you want to share it with the people you know you can actually generate some good sales by just being that educational source for other people yeah right like you can even turn that stigma away from the insurance guy yeah you know just be like hey listen i'm genuinely just educating on these products that could benefit you it might not benefit you but it could benefit him yeah i'm just educating you on these products that are out there and you pick which one's which and yo because i gave you the uh because i gave you those nuggets you might as well just come to me yeah I'm already here yeah because the other thing that i wanted to point out is that you know 
there's a lot of people that just kind of push like something down someone's throat when they yeah. don't want it. Yeah, exactly. Right? But I hate I, that shit. Yeah. But I would like just have that conversation with you. I'll give you the options. Yeah. Right? If you come to me and say, "Hey, listen, I want this." Uh, I'm not like I'm going to tell you the options available because that's my that's that's what I have to do. Yeah. I have to do. You're an educator. I have to educate you on the things that are available. Like yeah. if you go and try to buy, like let's say, a, 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 like let's say the latest Jordan out, or like let's say, we'll use Apple just mm. because you know I'm growing like a really strong relationship with Apple right now. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I, I have an I have a Samsung, I'm just like really liking their yeah. whole universe. Yeah. Right. So if the if you guys have the same phone. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I got the Note 20 Ultra. Okay. I, I got the S21 Ultra. The, guys, don't buy this phone. It's the worst phone <laughs> nah, I've ever had in my entire life. Buy the Note series on the Samsung. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, it, it, you can use it. The yeah. pen, I don't use it often, but when you need to use it, it's amazing. Right? I, ha- so, I had the Note 4. Yeah. Mm. Best Note ever, though. No really? way. Note 4 no is way. the best Note um you know, the, just the design is really amazing. Uh, I felt so that, sick when I had that phone. And it had an IR blaster. You could use it and change the channels on the phone. Yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah, 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 I remember that. It's that yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah, crazy yeah, stuff, yeah. man. But what I was going to say is, so let's say you go into the Apple store and you wanted to buy a MacBook Air, but then you were editing videos. Mm. The person's going to give you the option of buying the MacBook Pro because let's say the graphics card is a lot better. Mm. Um, and let's say because of that, now you buy that laptop so that's mm. like exactly coming to me and saying i want a term 20 life insurance policy for a million dollars okay well yes i can give that to you but also these are the options that are available for what you're trying to achieve yeah what are you trying to achieve with your life insurance someone could be like i'm not trying to achieve anything <laughs> right right like a li- <laughs> I can picture this guy saying that. <laughs> yeah mo- most of the people i t- <laughs> even when i talk to life insurance uh, life about life insurance they're like yeah i have it at my work mm. okay <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. You have it at work. Okay. Amazing stuff. Listen, how long are you going to be working there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you, what if you they leave say that with the RSP too? Right? They say that with the RSP. So, yeah. what if you leave in five years? Yeah. yeah. So, now you leave the company. Let's say you start your own business. You don't have life insurance. God knows how, if you're healthy at that time. And if you're healthy, you buy life insurance at five years later, that age, where you could have started something earlier. Mm hmm. So if, if I work at a company for five years and I have like uh, life insurance policy with them and I'm going to be leaving that company, what's the mo- what's the recommended thing to do? Like, would you start another uh, insurance policy and continue that insurance on or would you just end that policy and start a fresh policy? You can't. Uh, the benefits that come with when you're working, you can't just like choose to end it or not have it. Like, so do I you think get you're... nothing when you leave? When you get. You... No, no, you still have an amount that they pay you out when you leave. No, not for life insurance. No, right? No. So okay. I got paid out. When I not left. for the life insurance. That's not life insurance. For the for the what your stock. The cost. benefits. The ben. No, no, no. I know. It was. I got paid out of the life insurance. No, man. You, yeah. There's that's your. Life. It was that, Sun Life, bro. That's, 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 that's your that's health like your, spending account kind of thing. You would never be paid out for your life insurance. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Because yeah. I remember I got like five grand. Yeah, that something. might. So that, are you sure that's not your like pension or something? No, or your, uh, maybe my pension. Maybe my pension. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. just your RRSP. Yeah. Like when you like, let's mm-hmm. say you drop in like sixty bucks, they match your sixty bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. or whatever the RRSP, case is, bro. that's your RRSP, okay. bro. That's your. That's your. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing to do with your life insurance. Yeah, that's not life insurance. Yeah. So, but some some places you have you get life insurance with your like they'll do times two or two point five of your annual salary. But these are like I guess like you're making more money like because. 
I never heard of this. Life no. insurance with your work. You have life insurance through work right really? now. Probably. Sure? You work. You I have pension. I don't know if I have life insurance. You have insurance. life insurance. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They said, yeah. 2.5 yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But if maybe because it's, it's, it could yeah. be even times five. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, you're saying, yeah. going back to the whole Apple example. Yeah, Just buy something that works for you, right? Mm. So buy something uh, that works for you, but you should own it. Don't let a company or employment place... Uh, have it as like a benefit because you don't know when you're gonna leave or when you don't you don't know when they're gonna take it up. That's like, so true. Yeah. Like an insurance, like let's say, like not an insurance company, but like your company comes out and says, as of tomorrow, we got acquired by X Y Z company, yeah, and yeah. they will not give you guys benefits. Then at that point, you're age sixty five, or let's say you're not age sixty five, age sixty, and you don't have insurance. What are you gonna do? Mm. I, I like the I like the the MacBook example. That's mm. that's pretty sick. Yeah, because yeah. like, you know, you already know because Apple has a good reputation and nowadays you can find all the information online. So you want to go and buy that certain pr- product. And if, 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 if life insurance was like that, everybody would be way better off. I think what that comes down to, uh, that's like a sales principle. Like It's you know, marketing. Kind of an, like not even just marketing. It's more so like analyzing your customer to see exactly which product would best suit them. And then matchmaking them with the right product, because like the average person like wouldn't really be like informed on these products. And then like yeah, like like you said, they go. They're gonna listen to the sales guy. Yeah, they're gonna go. No, they're gonna go into the uh, the Apple store and they'd be like, oh, I want to be a video editor. I'm gonna buy a MacBook Air because it's the cheapest one. Yeah. But when you go there, the guys gonna be like, listen, if you're gonna do video editing, MacBook Air is not the one you want. You want the MacBook Pro. Yeah. So now, but that's educated. more expensive. It's more expensive, but they're also educated because if they bought the MacBook Air, it might it, it's not it's, gonna perform what you want exactly, to exactly exactly perform. Just like a life insurance policy, Ex- if you buy a term life insurance policy, exactly, and want cash values to go in there, you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it. Versus like you know like then you know you can't come back to me twenty years after and be like yo, yo Iggy, uh, remember that life insurance policy you sold me? Yeah, yeah. Um, I want some of the cash values. <laughs> I want to do a policy loan. I'm like. The po- that, yeah, that, 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 you have a term <laughs> that, uh, that term life yeah. insurance policy yeah. you know I, I, I'm not there's a have, use to every, every I'm not yeah. going to have that conversation because yeah. typically with life insurance we revisit the client yeah. because if they start off at a million dollars maybe they bought a five million dollar mansion now that one million dollars doesn't mean anything to mm. them maybe they've started yeah because they've started earning more or they have more kids the insurance uh, like the, what they need for insurance is going to be uh, more now right their insurance needs growth I feel like a lot of the older uh, insurance brokers that kind of ruined the name for the insurance agents or sorry, the insurance brokers. I feel like they lied to their clients saying that they're signing them up for life insurance, like whole life insurance and set them up on the cheaper policy just to make the sale and they just get out. And I feel like that's how a lot of people got burned. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's it's. You're saying they they told them that uh, they're it's getting like, whole life, but they're getting they actually got. Yeah, content. it's like it's like you go into the MacBook, it's like you go to the Apple Store, yeah. and you're like, hey, I want to be a video editor, and you look at the MacBook Air, mm-hmm. and then they they're like, yeah, 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 get the MacBook Air because they know that you can only afford the MacBook Air, yeah. and then you go home and you start editing, and it's like it's mad shit. Yeah, and then you're like, fuck, Apple's Apple shit now. Uh, but except for the fact that like at least you find out right away within a couple of weeks yeah except with the, the term life insurance policy people like are finding years. out 20 years you're not years. thinking about it right yeah because you buy it and you it's, it's, it's not a product to use yeah, yeah. It, life insurance is just imaginary like, it's just like a payment it's not imaginary it's not imaginary but it's not it's not tangible you only see it as money coming out of your account right now yeah it's just it's tangible right it's not tangible but it all comes it all goes back to education 
Yeah. yeah. So we don't uh, and you know like, what's crazy? Uh, for some reason, they don't teach it in school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, what a maybe, shocker, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. they'll uh, start teaching it in school. <laughs> yeah. you know, down nah, the I don't know about I that. I don't know about that. But <laughs> what are some ways that uh, consumers can save on their car insurance? Uh, you give us an example by you know putting on winter tires. Cars, yeah. Uh, bundle like if you have like multiple cars, bundle it with the same company, so you get the multi vehicle discount. Mm. They also have like new apps that monitor your driving habits, and they'll give you a discount for that. Mm. Bundle it with your home insurance or a tenant's insurance, mm-hmm. um, and drive safe. Uh, you know, don't <laughs> make sure that you don't get tickets. Yeah, yeah. Because I think tickets they stay on your file for three years. They affect your premium for three years. Three years. Three years from the date that you're convicted, not yeah. three years from the day that you got your ticket. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I believe accidents. If you're at fault, you get that stays on your record for six years. It stays on your record for X amount of years. It stays on for at least over 20, like you can see it for 20 years, past 20 years. Yeah. But, you know, it will be used against you for minimum of six years. Mm-hmm. Um, some companies look at it, you know, like I have a carrier that looks at it and, you know, for 20 years. Yeah, because they have the whole like the rating system and stuff. Got they it. Probably use, okay, cool, cool. Um, what are some other ways that, uh, is there any other ways that you can kind of save on, uh, your auto insurance or buy uh, a safe vehicle, uh, buy something that is not very common uh, yeah. because the accident benefits are like pay, like have a huge chunk in the premiums that you pay. Mm. And, and I know there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, misconceptions with, uh, how they rate insurance. Cause like, I know there's like a whole, there's like this whole myth where if you have a red color two door car, no. it's super expensive, and that's well, and, and that's fake. That's that's, that's where does that true. come from? Where does it, where does that come from? It's, it's just, oh, yeah, it just I heard that. I heard that. I heard that as a kid or something. I heard yeah, that. Yeah. I heard that as a kid all the time. Like yeah, coupes well, are more expensive. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Why, why, why you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I had a red two door Civic, and it was the cheapest car I've ever insured in my entire life. Yeah, yeah. I've actually so right now I have a uh, I have a I have a 2015 Honda Civic Si four door four door. Doesn't even matter. Like before, before this car, I had a in between. I had a, a 2013 Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> okay, worst car ever. Don't ever buy one. Uh, 20, anyways, um, you would think the Sonata is going to be way cheaper to insure because you know the Civic Si is a performance, more of a performance vehicle, and this isn't that. Bro, I was paying 400 something dollars a month for the Hyundai Sonata. I switched over to the Honda Civic Si. I'm paying uh, 230 right now. Yeah, literally, like almost cut in half. Yeah, my insurance, and it's, and it just comes to show you that it's it's not always the sports car. It's not always it's the not, bands. It's that specific year, make, model, trim. The cheapest uh, car insurance that I had was for my S2000. No way. Yeah. You, know, you know why? It's not that many S2000s on the road. Therefore, there's not that many claims. Okay, now we know. You know, if you bundle your stuff together, you can get a better rate. Obviously, in your book of business, you've been in the business for a while. You know, you have some clients that are more on the higher end, right? Um, is it true that like Ferraris, Lamborghinis, like supercars like that, like are they more expensive to insure than like a regular Toyota Camry or is that a myth as well? No, it's it, it, it's not going to be super cheap, but it's not anywhere where you would think a supercar would cost for an insurance. Uh, it's going to be relatively, you know, in the four uh, to anywhere in the six to eight grand range, I wouldn't for say year, yeah. for the year. I don't think it would be. Yeah, it's you know, some people are like, hey, is this insurance like fifteen hundred for this uh, Lambo? I'm like, no. Yeah, I come with a heavy car background too, right? So, I think like uh, I, I think like that's like one of the first things that you want to start looking for too. Like whenever people are looking for a car, before you even figure out what car you want to buy, you should like 
have a list of cars that you're interested in yeah. call your insurance broker talk to your insurance broker and find out what the insurance rates on all of these cars are going to be yeah because like you could even buy a car for cash but if you're paying like fucking like 400 for a hyundai sonata no but <laughs> I, like, I think yeah. like even with that i i really think the consumer should not have 10 cars that uh, they would uh, you know always l- look at and find the cheapest mm. I think I, I said this to you I think you were looking at like 15 cars at yeah, the point yeah, yeah, and I, I told him my I'm insurance like, broker's Amy and uh, <laughs> I told basically go with the go with the car that you like one don't worry about the cost of insurance look at the car that you f- feel comfortable driving and have a like good blind spot uh, and you're you know that you can drive well in and you look at it from the outside and you like don't buy a car that's cheap on insurance but you hate to drive Why yeah well you? of course i mean like well like if you have multiple car options that you like yeah like if yeah, you have like you three could... it's fine but yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, you don't, don't like call. Yeah, you're yeah. like 15 cars <laughs> that you want to buy but you don't like you know you're just doing this because you want to get the cheapest insurance yeah, yeah, rate yeah, yeah, yeah. don't call me yeah yeah like i'm gonna tell you the same thing that i just told you yeah, yeah. it's like 100%. listen you, pick your top three and then go from there yeah because you're gonna f- like if you f- get a car that you don't feel uh comfortable driving and you go and get into an accident now your rate for the next year is gonna be super crazy. Mm. So why cheap out is cheap out on insurance? I mean, why try to save on insurance? Drive something that you're not comfortable with, get into an accident because you're gonna like pay higher anyways. Mm. Why not buy something that you feel comfortable and like driving and safe, yeah. and then you don't have to worry about it because you know hopefully the insurance goes down the next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember this one other thing that I took from the insurance company that I worked with. I remember. One of the reasons why the insurance rates were climbing as well is because like the cost of repairs are a lot more expensive than what they used to be. Because back in the day, if you just say like in like a 1996 Honda, like like let's let's use an Acura Integra for example, a 96 Acura Integra, you rear end Acura Integra, you're just gonna have to change the bumper, like the fucking what was that thing called? The what are you talking about? The rebar. The, the rebar, yeah, the bumper, the rebar, maybe the lights. That's all yeah. you're gonna change. Yeah. Nowadays, if you rear-end a car, you gotta change the bumper, the sensors inside the uh, inside the bumper, and then all the other sensors that connected to that, and then like everything is just made so like differently now. And there's so many small small parts that are added onto it that the cost of repairs are significantly higher than what they used to be. Yeah. Right. Cost of labor goes up as everything else goes up, then the cost of insurance will go up too. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. So oh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, you're right with that. Mm, mm. Let's quickly hop into uh, home insurance here. Is it true that having a bad credit score can increase your home insurance rates? I know one carrier that will increase it. Mm. I know one carrier, but mm. the other companies are going to, I guess, yes. In that question, I should say yes, mm. because you will have a higher premium. Now, they're not going to increase your rates. Like, like, yeah, it gives you a higher rate. Right? Yeah, you get a higher rate. You get a higher rate if you have shit credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember, I remember, um, yeah. There's this one specific insurance company I worked with. Like when we would do a soft credit check. Yeah. And their premium would actually be higher based on their credit. If you have bad credit, the premium is higher. So you can actually decline and not even have a consent, and uh, you will just get like some carriers that will still give you a price, mm. but they might be still already be high. Be high. So yeah, you get a you dis- declined. It, yeah. yeah, because yeah. you get a distinction uh, when you say yes, yeah. and if you have good credit, that will give you a better pricing. And then uh, what are some ways that consumers can save on their home insurance? Have cameras. So monitored alarm system, mm. monitored uh, fire system, fire alarm system, and 
other than that if you're a non-smoker uh you have better rates mm. other than that it goes based off of your square feet of your home and your area where it's located where all area that stuff, your yeah. water tables and mm-hmm. then also the other thing is you're building uh how much will it cost to build that home yeah okay uh, again, okay right okay like, this is yeah okay and then um what are some things to look out for when purchasing a home that many home insurance companies would deny? Because I know for like, for example, if you're buying like an older home that yeah. has like knob and tube wiring. Knob and tube wiring, yeah. aluminum wiring, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Um, it, you know, a lot of companies uh, look at, think about like if you have like, if you're going to buy a house and you're going to be putting on like three mortgages, it's going to be harder to insure. Mm. Why so, is that? Because the companies don't want, like, you know, their loan to value is already high. Mm. And they don't want, like, they so most companies wouldn't do three mortgages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, is, is, there, is there any, like, physical attributes besides, like, the knob and two wiring? Like, anything else that will kind of deter an insurance company from insuring you? No. Uh, I, you know, like, li- like, like, living on a floodplain? Like, uh, yeah, like, you know... The, Floodplain, they would just deny you of water coverage. They can't mm. deny you of home insurance. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you can still technically get home insurance, but you just can't get the water damage coverage. Yeah. yeah. Or like the, okay. Most of the company, most of the companies will not offer sewer backup, flood, and all that. You know, like a table where like the water is so high, mm. and yeah, they'll just tell you, and you'll know flat out. Like I tell my clients that live in those areas, sorry, I can't offer these coverages. Mm. And, mm. But uh, other companies are not going to offer it either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And one more thing also, I want to go back to the, the home and auto discount as well. Because I remember like, uh, I don't know if it's the same, maybe you're still seeing this. This is a couple of years ago when I was in the insurance industry. Sometimes if you get tenant and auto insurance together, it's actually cheaper than having auto insurance by itself. Mm. Because a tenant's insurance is actually super cheap. and the, But the discount percentage, if your car insurance is so high, it actually makes it cheaper. Yeah, you got right? it. You, you got it right. Yeah, so yeah, it actually happens on a everyday basis. On an everyday basis. So yeah. if, if you guys are currently insured, if you have car insurance, and you don't have tenants insurance. I would urge you, call your broker up. Yeah, call it. Call Ingi up. Fuck yeah. your broker. Call yeah. Ingi, <laughs> and then uh, you know get a get a quote done because yo, you might be paying less and you're getting more services. Can you like, kind of. Tell them what the benefits of uh, uh, tenant insurance is. Yeah, so a lot of people just think of tenant insurance as like it's not, it's like just a trash product. It's not. It that, that's what a, that's what I think of it actually. So no, it's no, a, it's, it has a lot of values to it. Okay. So basically, if you're living in a, a rental property and something happens, like a claim, like you know your landlord's not gonna pay for you to go and stay in a hotel. Mm. Okay, additional living expenses built built into the policy, and it'll give you an allowance for you to go and stay rent or you know you can go to a hotel for the x amount of time that your place is going to be livable again Mm. okay uh not only provides you coverage for their contents so if you get robbed or if there's a fire you know you're going to get that coverage yeah the other thing is also the liability if you left your stove on and you burned down the building and the you know the landlord's coming after you you have the legal liability there built in even if you have like a dog or like a pet and it goes bite somebody, if yeah. they sue you, you can actually pull the $1 million. Even if you punch someone. Yeah, yeah. If, if anybody were to sue you, they, they come after your home insurance policy. Yeah, got it. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and the tenant's insurance is like, bro, I've seen them as cheap as 15, 20 bucks, 30 yeah. bucks a month. Uh, you will never find 15 insurance, uh, $15 in insurance, like Anymore, $15, right? $15 uh, a month tenant's insurance, at least at my, like, at my firm, we, we don't yeah, do that. Mind you, I was, I was, yeah, yeah. So we, 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 like our prices would start anywhere from uh, 30 to $45. I don't want to even set their expectation for someone to call me and be like, hey, 
you know, there's a fifteen dollar a month uh, <laughs> tennis package. We yeah, don't do yeah, that yeah. because we we do at least like fifty thousand for yeah. the content. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then like obviously when you pair it up and stuff as well, like you know you're going to be saving money on your car insurance. So it kind of sometimes you might even be paying the same thing that you paid your car insurance, but now you have two products. So Iggy, so at, at this point in the podcast, we usually kind of ask our guests if there's any words they want to leave the audience with. Like, for example, any advice, like maybe if you were talking to your younger self, what advice would you give yourself, you know? Yeah. So if I were to get like give any advice, I wish I started this when I was like probably 21, Uh, probably touch a lot more people's lives and, uh, you know, probably built a lot more wealth for myself. Mm. Um, If I want to give advice to anybody, like pick something and work hard at it and have the discipline to see it, stick it out. If you don't like it, you can always switch at any age, right? Like you can reinvent everything at any age. Just be happy at what you do. And uh, yeah, discipline. It comes down to discipline, right? Like someone else wants it more than how much you want it. Mm. Think of that every day and you will push yourself harder. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. amazing advice. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, also, guys, if you guys, you know, after watching this, you feel like, you know, insurance is the industry you want to go into. Like, Like I mentioned... All of his uh, information is down below. You could just uh, shoot him a DM on uh, Instagram. Um, you know, Ingi's a very helpful guy. Uh, if you have questions regarding insurance or if you guys want to get into the industry, he's more than happy to help you guys out, guide you through the whole process. And also the big uh, the big Stoville, which is actually Ingi's brokerage, they are hiring right now. Yep. Um, same thing, shoot him a DM. You, you want a DM, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. You can, uh, you know, my, you can shoot me a DM. I'll give you my phone number and then we can have a conversation. That way yeah. we can hop on Teams. We can hop on Zoom, Google Meet, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the insurance that the insurance advisor the insurance broker role it's 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 attractive if you once you understand what it is exactly uh, just yeah. don't start to like approach like the random person and uh, give them something that they don't want right like exactly. you know you don't want to give like uh, a dog like a uh, fish because <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, like dogs. That's literally what it is when you do that. When yeah, you, give, you go to a random person, and do yeah. That. So you don't want to do that, <laughs> <laughs> right? They're like, yo, well, I don't want this, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's funny because a lot of people love my analogies. Yeah, right? I love like, where do you come? Where do you come up with this shit, man? Like, like I'm like, I, I make it up. I just make yeah, it up on yeah, the spot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, and if you guys also uh, enjoyed the show, make sure you guys subscribe to our channel, hit the bell notification so you know whenever we drop our videos. So you can also follow us on our uh, on our TikTok, our Instagram, at Wealth is Possible. All the links are down below. Uh, we're also on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we're literally on everything. So if you guys wanted to check us out, all the links are down below. Make sure you like the video as well and share it to uh, somebody that you know that this will benefit. And Ingi, yeah. what is possible? Wealth is possible. All right, guys. Take it easy. Peace.